everybody, welcome to Comics All Mode, the podcast that gives our intelligent and quirky take on video games, comic books, and comic book related entertainment. I'm Chris. And I'm Russ. And uh We're this back week we at it again. Yes, back at it episode again. Episode four. Episode four. Title coming around on five. DC Fandom. Fandom. Yes, we are dedicating this episode to the DC fandom. Um, because it was Saturday. crazy. It was wild. It was wild. Um, we will do a little bit of news of the week. Uh, did you read anything or um, see anything? Oh, I mean, last week we put it on our we put it on our picks. Thor was absolutely mind-boggling bonkers. So check out Thor six. Um, and then actually to keep it in the DC theme, um, the Batman issue 97, which was part, I want to say five of Joker war is really good. Um, I'm really enjoying Batman Mm -hmm. and Harley Quinn's, uh, interactions. And then Nightwing is also, are they like, are they like working together or something? They're currently working together. Yeah. Because Joker has taken over Gotham. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's that's interesting. Taking it over. Yeah. And he's also taken over. That's the cool thing about Nightwing. Um, I can't remember what issue is. I think it's 57. Um, but night, he took over Nightwing's mind. So Nightwing believes that Joker is essentially his Batman figure. Uh, so he's work. He's setting a trap right now for the rest of the Bat family. So it is a really good. All three of those great issues. Highly recommend. Yeah, I uh, I picked up two comics, uh, Wolverine four, I believe, and X four Excalibur twelve, eleven or twelve. Okay. I'm not read either of them. <laughs> uh, Wolverine four is good. Uh, it had, it's a, it sets up, it's a, it's a pretty laid back issue. Um, but it's, it's really interesting and it sets up a lot moving forward. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm, uh, the art is just fantastic. Yeah. I'm really excited to see. Um, I, I am, I am considering dropping one of the series that I'm reading, not because I don't like it, but because it's just, it's just. I'm going to the comic book shop way too often. Yeah. So I'm probably going to like, I'm either going to drop the, unfortunately, either Excalibur or uh, X-Force. And it's only because Mm. like I'm getting my Wolverine fix through, um, through Wolverine. So if I didn't want to pick up one, maybe X-Force would make the most sense. But X-Force is so good. Yeah. And And it's so much fun. There's so much action all the time. Yeah. So that's why I really enjoy that one. The reason I, I think it's Benjamin Percy too. So it is, yeah. And actually, he just put out a tweet. He was like, "You don't have to read X Force to understand Wolverine," but he's like, "No, you don't." If you read them both, you get a little bit more of a sense of where Wolverine's head is at when you yeah. go into Wolverine. And I think that's awesome. I think obviously that is a different approach than what Hickman does where if like with secret with avengers and secret avengers or no sorry uh, avengers and new avengers that's it um 
they were very much companion issues. If you didn't read one or the other, it was like there was a hole that was like, wait, I'm, I think I'm missing something. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. I haven't really read anything from Hickman. Well, I guess that's not true. I've read New Mutants, and so that's he handles a um, a group of people. But like, has Jonathan Hickman really ever written anything that's just handling one one hero? Um, I don't know. I so that I don't know because the the way I found out about Hickman was through his Fantastic Four run. So that's also another one where it's like it's a family or it's a group of people. I don't know if he's only tackled one hero. But um, yeah, so like yeah. that—that's it for me. Is I feel like he—I mean, I—I I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy. I don't know. I haven't been reading comics for a long time, so like, I don't right. know. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But um, yeah. I do feel like he handles groups really well, and he and he helps people shine within those groups a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred um, percent. But as a writer of like an individual character, how well is he gonna do? Because I guess to me, it's kind of like I feel like Benjamin Percy has a very interesting style of writing that I'm seeing that i mean like he's handling wolverine his individual comic but he's also handling the x-force but it's it's kind of a wolverine comic if you think about it a little a little bit a little bit Uh, i mean domino has had her time to shine in this one and i i didn't know the character of domino and i've really enjoyed getting to know her um she's she's really awesome and then uh but but i feel like benjamin percy style that's really interesting that he's saying here's all like if you want background stuff on where wolverine is at in this issue you should probably read x-force whatever yeah well and i think so that's where the there's that's where the complaints that wolverine is marvel's batman comes from because wolverine mm. marvel because people love wolverine marvel puts him in everything that's why they freaked out when bendis brought him onto the avengers that's why all like that's why you hear a lot about how can we not get so much Wolverine? But I think that I think I really like the fact that he is he's somewhat isolated to X Force and hmm. Wolverine. Obviously, he's going to become a big part of this uh, X of Swords. X of Swords. Um, yeah. But Percy is doing a really good job with Wolverine. I really like it. And two, I think if I think yeah, I I would look at maybe dropping X Force just because I think X Force is one of those books that really good issue by issue but like if you pick up the volume i think it's it would be it's one of those stories that's gonna be more fun to read yeah. in, in its entirety like that issue that focused on beast really good i still don't understand sure. what what that has anything to connect to everything else and so that's why i picked up the first volume and i was like okay this makes i like this way of reading this book better yeah yeah i i think that makes more sense i i feel like x-force yeah there's it's so action-packed you're just waiting for the next one to come in so you can read it again and there could be a bunch of action again and it makes sense they're like their version of secret service or the cia so they have to you know they're doing these special ops missions and stuff like that and so they're doing espionage and whatever it may be so there's always going to be action um, I think last year when I started collecting, 
it was just the idea of having a series issue by issue. I just really enjoyed that concept um, of completing a series issue by issue. And so, yeah, you're right. Maybe I just need to drop one, continue with another, and to have that issue by issue. Um, but yeah, so that's what we've been reading. Uh, the yeah, we're not. Let's not movies, belabor the point. Yeah. The oh, movies I saw we recommended, By the way. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah. You liked um, it? Not. It, it's not the best superhero movie ever. But you know what? I had fun sure. with it. I enjoyed it. 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 Sure. It made sense. Like the nice thing. The problem I have with some superhero movies is that they're sometimes they don't make sense in their own world. Right. Where it's sure. like they don't believe in their world enough that you're like, wait, okay, this mm. is the whole thing that this world hinges on. And for some reason, I don't believe you. Power believes itself. It just goes straight up. You start in the action and you're like, okay, all right, now I know what the pill does. Now I know uh, who Jamie Foxx is. Okay, now I know who yep. Jordan Joseph Gordon-Levitt is. Okay, I know who, yep. what this girl is doing. And the the story makes sense. And I enjoyed it um it's fun it's fun action flick so 100 percent. yeah yeah i i agree i i felt like um with some superhero movies i'm not sure i'm trying to think of a good example um i'll, I'll go ahead with this movie just to start but with project power i just i didn't i it was a fast-paced movie but i didn't feel rushed and i mm -hmm. appreciate that um it introduced the world really simplistically but really well and really yeah, just straight to the point. There's a problem. There's people with this drug. It's affecting a lot of people. Oh, it's the government. Great. That's simple. That's easy. Like, it wasn't a super complicated uh, movie. And um, I really liked Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, I think that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character was kind of funny, interesting, a little over the top. Um but I I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that, that the actors were playing personas that were a little larger than life in sense. Um, because it is a comic book movie, and I believe it's based off a graphic novel, actually. So oh, okay. I didn't know if that was the case or not. Yeah, I believe it's I believe it's based off a graphic novel. And um let me look it up. Yeah, I um I always give Machine Gun Kelly a hard time for popping up in random movies um, because I don't know. I've never thought of him as an actor, um, but honestly, he actually did pretty well. Like for for a quick villain, like it was it, it was, it was oh, fun to watch. Five minutes of fame. <laughs> yeah, it was fun to watch. It was he had a point. It wasn't it. It didn't feel like a celebrity uh, celebrity. Jeez, why can't I say this word? Celebrity celebrity yeah celebrity. celebrity cameo thank you <laughs> sure journalism okay. right yeah. there folks i can so project English. power isn't based off a graphic novel actually oh, okay um so it's matt tomlin tomlin mattson tomlin's uh like he wrote it it's his script That's he cool. first developed the script he's one of the screenwriters on the film um and you know what the movie yeah. it made me feel like it felt like extraction. Yeah. Where it was a fun, it was a fun movie. The world made sense. 
and you just had fun for an hour and some change. Yep. Yep. You just so, had a good time watching a movie. Exactly. Action. And honestly, that's what we need right now. Story in result. COVID, in this COVID season, that's what we need. We need something fun. But I think. You can turn on and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want them to make a second one. Oh, I 100%. I would be okay with them turning this into a franchise because I think it's it's yeah. interesting enough that people want to come back for it. And I mean, if Jamie Foxx is going to continue, if Jamie Foxx wants to come back and Joseph Gordon-Levitt wants to come back, you know what? Give him another movie. <laughs> Let him do right. it. Like we have, we yeah. have some, uh, we have content drought right now. Let them, let, let them make another movie if they want. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Also speaking of movies. So I just, I just, I just want to go through Mulan one more time here. Okay. So Mulan uh, is on the, is on the eve of being released. Uh, which, I mean, it's, it's not, not for another month tomorrow. No, 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 no. It's, it's released September. on September 4th. Yeah, that's next that's week. We like can a, talk about that. Yeah, that's in like a about, week. We but hold on, that. hold on. We quick development. Quick development. Quick development. Uh, okay, so I looked it up. I don't remember why I was looking it up, um, but I looked up Mulan on Google, and the IMDb rating for it already is three point eight out of ten. I'm just, I'm just saying, it's three point eight out of ten. I, I, IMDb I is coming in for your boy right here. On. It's but coming when in. I, when I go on imdb the rating isn't available so i i'm not quite sure what that what that means or if they're just trying to hide things but a variety an article from variety.com said that disney plus isn't going to be the only streaming service that you can purchase mulan through okay so you don't need disney plus it's on top of so yes, so you can pay on Apple's App Store, Google Play, and Roku. I think right now okay. that's what this article is saying. Nice, and I mean, that's going to make. I think Disney that makes it a lot money. better for a lot of people. I think a lot more people are going to buy it because of that. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Disney's going to make. Then they don't have a to do crap ton of money on this. Yeah, they don't probably have to do a, enough a Disney Plus armor. Yeah, it's probably not going to be enough for it to feel like oh this was worth it not going to theaters. Like it's not going to make enough, like as much as it would have made if it was in theaters, but it's going to make enough that they're going to be like, all right, we're happy with it. But you yeah, know, I'm going to do a victory lap next week about it being a, a horrible movie, terrible movie. Wow. Which you're, I feel bad. So no, here's the thing though. I feel bad about how much this movie is going to just get bombed because it's a movie within uh Asian lead woman lead which awesome yeah. and it should it should be able to be w- viewed in theaters but it's not being able to and i feel bad about that but i'm also not gonna be here and be like i want this movie's gonna be great because i don't think it's gonna be great hopefully Wait, we, we, ta- we talked about this did we talk about this did you ever as a child watch the movie yourself like are you yeah did you yeah. like i've mulan? seen mulan like three times over the course of how like me growing up i liked the at the animated movie like i thought it was fun i thought it was charming i liked mushu like like I, it's not okay. that i don't like the story of mulan i just think disney made a mistake okay that's all all right that's that's fine 
that's fine. I just, I just, so, hopefully Disney can I, pull I guess this I, I just wanted to make sure that you were a person who's actually watched. Oh yeah. The, no, I'm not, I'm know. not like biased that I hate this movie. Um, right. Hopefully Disney can uh, tap this actress for um, other movies, maybe even a Marvel movie. That'd be Probably cool. Probably a Marvel movie. Marvel movie. Uh, yeah. Because I, I think, I, I think, think she needs to be, I think she needs to get into some other movies where she can shine. Hopefully she sure. can shine in this movie. Hopefully it's like this movie sucks, but she's the best part of it. Yeah, we'll see. So, all right, um, let's get it. Let's get I into this. <laughs> yeah, let's get into so this. Let's, let's talk about it. The DC, DC fandom. Oh, that was so perfect. damn. DC fandom <laughs> is. I'm I'm just reading off of their co- their their blog on DCComics.com. Yeah. Their headline is, uh, welcome to the DC fandom. And then their lead is, welcome to the DC fandom, a mega 24-hour immersive virtual fan experience, which brings the universe of DC to life and features the stars, filmmakers, and creators behind its biggest films, TV series, and games, and comics. Otherwise That's known exactly as... how I felt about it. I think otherwise it, known it, as it a... lived up to that. Oh, 100%. Otherwise known as a better version of what Comic-Con should have been. It it was, it, it was, was honestly perfect. a close to perfect event. Yeah, it was elite. It was so good. Like I started the stream, so I was able to watch the stream live for the first two hours, um, and then I had to go DoorDash. But for those first two hours, like I was, I was just like, what? I was locked in. My mom walked in, and because Wonder Woman was the very <laughs> beginning, she like just stopped and started watching it with me because <laughs> of Linda yeah, Carter. What? What did you, uh, just jumping right in, what did you think about the Wonder Woman panel? So, I have been excited for Wonder Woman. I thought, yeah. I love the first Wonder Woman. I think they did, like, so, they did a really good job of putting a superhero in a war movie. And I just, I love that movie. It's very good. Okay. To me. Yeah, and World um, War I. So, I was, yeah, so I was really excited for this one. My excitement has kind of waned just because we hadn't heard a lot about it. Um, we'd heard like bits and pieces. We'd seen like a teaser trailer, but we hadn't seen a lot. And so I wasn't, I wasn't like, I was like excited, but I wasn't like over the moon excited. Right. That trailer sure. though. Mm, mm, oh, that, that trailer was awesome. That trailer was super hyped for it. I'm, I'm so hyped. I am so hyped for it. Um, what, we got um, our first look at Cheetah. Yes. Yeah. I, do, do you remember? Do you remember if uh, I don't remember if the trailer for the first Wonder Woman had the villain in it? Um, yeah, it did. Did it? It had. Yeah, what's it his, showed. Uh, it showed. Well, so here's the thing. No, it didn't show Ares. It didn't show Ares. Ares was the like the plot twist. It showed Doctor Poison. Oh. It showed her, yeah. and then it showed... The Nazi guy. No, no, no. The the woman that was doing the gas. That was making the gas. It was her, and then it was showing... Uh, oh, yeah. The other guy uh, as a villain. Like the... I don't remember if... The Nazi guy. Yeah, it was showing the Nazi guy as the other villain. And then that's where right. it was the plot twist that we found out that it was actually Ares. Right. And, and I... So, I'm thinking the same thing for this one. So, mm. well, not like the exact same, 
But I feel like the first one, we're getting introduced to the character of Wonder Woman. We're getting introduced to Gal Gadot's Diana. Um, and so it's okay if you don't show a lot about the villain just because you're going to be introduced to the hero. That's the whole point of that movie. And so for the second one, she's established. She's been among humanity for what, like uh, almost 80 years now, 70 yeah. years um, since the first world war. And so she's seen a lot. And if people know who she is, or if they at least know who Wonder Woman is, this is a, uh, I when I was reading when I was watching the trailer I I haven't read any articles on this so if you said he's stealing it from that or whatever like please let me know I I'm not <laughs> I I'm honestly this is just my um observations from the trailer but Pedro Pascal's character um I knew he was going to be a big part of it but I'm not, I wasn't really quite sure. I don't know who Max Lord is. That's the character that Pedro Pascal is. I didn't, I've never read whatever this movie is based on in the comics, but what I'm assuming is that Max Lord is this guy who's going to like promise people that kind of like the, uh, like while superheroes are like, kind of like the Superman thing of like superheroes are taking over the world. Like, you know, they're, they're these gods and like, I can promise that to you or whatever. It may be kind of Lex Luthory kind of feel. Um, and I think Kristen Wiig, the way the trailer played, like Kristen Wiig's character is sold on that. And she is a person down in the dumps and then gets these powers or whatever Cheetah may be. However, Cheetah gets those and will like, will buy into this idea that like I can obtain the world. Like if she could, if Diana can do it and like, she's, she's not just the only one that can be, you know, the most pretty or the most awesome hero ever or whatever it may be. And so I think that's going to be like a big part of the motivation is like Max Lord's character is promising the world to a lot of people, probably somewhat sinister kind of philanthropist entrepreneur guy and Kristen Wiig is uh, broken down in the dumps, but then coming up and ready to oppose what, not necessarily what Diana stands for, but um, just oppose the image of Wonder Woman and what she has brought. And so um, I think it's going to be, I, I'm excited to see Kristen Wiig as Cheetah because I've seen her in a lot of comedies and I haven't seen her in a lot of dr dramatic roles. And I'm not saying she doesn't get to have fun and be funny in this, but I think this is a, a role for her that is a little bit, bit different from what she normally takes. And I'm excited for her. Um, I'm excited to see when actors wait, hold on. I'm not always <laughs> excited to see what actors jump out of their comfort zone because I was so used to, seeing that uh that I was gonna one say, we had a whole discussion last week i on, know on shia labeouf. shia labeouf we were talking about shia labeouf <laughs> and 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 that's why i'll t i took it back that's why i took it back i i i but this is one of those times that i am not uh i'm not worried for Kristen wig or the character or the the actor that's you know taking on a new role in a completely different area that they're not known for i'm i'm excited for her and i think she can do a good job i i don't mind i i like the idea of being able to take her seriously i think um sometimes it's hard to see comedians as somebody you can take seriously but shia labeouf is a good example of a child star comedian and even a little bit after that 
who came up and he said, I'm more than that. And he took on dramatic roles and he has killed it. So yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with Kristen Wiig. Oh, this is my big theory. So Chris Pine is just an, is just like a, an image. He's not really there. I don't think Steve Trevor's there. I think it's either like a doppelganger kind of thing or whatever it might be. Because if Max Lord is promising the world everything they ever wanted to make them happy, I think that Steve Trevor is part of that. So uh, my understanding of Maxwell Lord, I've read him in a couple times in the comics. Um, <clears throat> he has a very, he's a weird power set where it's like, every writer kind of interprets it differently almost is how I feel about, about him. And so um, I couldn't tell you what his actual like powers are. I think it has something to do with persuasion, um, which makes sense. Got it. If he's running for president, um, he, they, they've confirmed that he, that they, uh, they, uh, modeled his character after Donald Trump, which I think is going to be very interesting. Um, That's really interesting. And, which is very, yeah. But the other thing is, I really like Kristen Wiig's Cheetah because I think Patty Jenkins is an amazing director, and I think this is going to be a twofold story that ends up intersecting. I think the Cheetah story is going to be a more personal story to Diana. Yeah, because I think from just the footage that we've seen, it looks like they've worked together in the museum that she works at. So I think the they're what? going she to be at? the museum that Diana oh, okay. works with. So I think they're going to be like acquaintances, maybe kind of friends, and then something. Mm. And through the story, you're going to see kind of Kristen Wiig's character kind of descend into then becoming Cheetah. And then you're going to have Maxwell Lord as kind of the overarching, big, larger-than-life, you know, uh, problem. And then at the end, or and then you're going to start seeing these this personal story and this overarching story interweave itself, so that by the end of the movie, it is one story. And I think because we've seen that in a lot of we've seen that in other movies, and I think that's going to be really cool. Um, I just honestly like with Wonder Woman and with all these different movies, I think it's so cool that we have come to a point in comic book movies where we we don't have to we're not looking at it as its own separate genre. We can look at individual comic book movies and put them in 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 existing genres. Just look at Logan. Look at what they've been doing with the Marvel films where Captain America Winter Soldier is a spy thriller. And then you've got Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a comedy. And then you've got Ant-Man, yeah. which kind of feels like a buddy cop movie. And it's just like, yeah. it's, I love that we're in that stage where we can take comic book movies seriously to a point that allows us the opportunity to see different genres. Yeah, I agree. I, I think there is a, I think you're right. I think Project Power, going back to Project Power, is a good example of a one-note kind of superhero film. Very simple. Uh, a lot of action, a lot of cool things, very comic-y, kind of even just graphics and um, 
you know, I, I, I'm not saying comics are one note. They're definitely not. There's so much depth to characters and to storylines. So I'm not saying that. It just has the more quote unquote classic uh, comic book type movie that I think we're used to seeing, like maybe a, I mean, dare I say Green Lantern or something that was not. It is the well, best it's very thing. Much, or it, I, I would even say, I would even say, um, like Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim is probably a good example of that. Uh, or maybe not really Sin City. I think Sin City is a good example of something that you can take, like a com- a graphic novel that has a lot of depth and craziness in the background. Um, but uh, Watchmen too. Yeah. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just saying it. It's a very early 2000s. It's a very yeah. early 2000s superhero movie where yeah, it's I from a different. Also... Oh yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. It's from a different decade. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, 100%. it's from a different decade. But yeah, no, Wonder yeah. Woman excited. It, it looks I'm just hoping that it can it can release when it wants to. I I I'm hoping that we can go back to theaters. This yeah, I I'm I'm it. excited to see I I kind of want to know where Wonder Woman's uh like all gold plated suit comes from. Yeah. That looks cool to me. Uh, I It's from the I comics, that but is. I'm it'll be interesting to see what their uh, justification for it was. Uh, it's sick, so I'm excited it's, to see yeah. what 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 goes on with that. Um, Linda Carter's uh, appearance was really cool to me. So she's the Wonder Woman from the '70s movie. Uh, it was a movie or a TV? I believe it was movie. Uh, it was. Uh, it was TV show. Okay, okay, yeah. but but for I think that was an exciting appearance. Just no, I, I never watched that, but I think yeah, for it just shows how much that. Um, it shows the importance of the character then and even today. Um, Legacy. Not just for women, but for people in general. I, I think a lot of people really connect with Wonder Woman. And um, I think Gal Gadot and... Uh, why am I forgetting the director's name right now? Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Have created a character that people love again. Um and I, I don't know the importance of Linda Carter to, you know, experientially, just because I never watched those movies. I didn't grow up in the 70s. I'm a 90s kid. So, um, but it sounds like a lot of people cared about that character even then. So it was cool to see her appearance and how much the character means to her and how much Gal Gadot's representation means to her and even her family. Uh, yeah. I think she even said like her daughter, her daughter said she loves Gal Gadot's representation of it. Um, well, and I I'm love her sure is huge. I love that part that Linda uh, Miss Carter was talking about. How she said she was like when my daughter watched Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, she told me she was like, "Mom, I get it. I get why after all yeah. of these years, whenever anyone sees you, they all talk to you about Wonder Woman. It's you haven't played that character since the '70s, and yet." whenever people anytime you hear linda carter ask my mom for crying out loud like perfect example anytime you talk about wonder woman mom thinks linda carter really or you think you you talk about linda carter you think wonder woman like it's it's one of those and i think it's i think it has it's a testament to the character of wonder woman and also characters that dc has that they have been around for so long and they are tight. They are modern mythology. Like 
that's one of the things that I think about DC yeah. is DC is modern mythology because of their characters are such so larger than life, but then are so personal and they, they can be personal to each and every person who reads um, or watches them, their movies. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited. It looks, it's I've always great. felt like, and I'm not, I'm not bashing on Marvel cause I love Marvel. Um, but I always felt like DC was darker. Um, some of the characters, not darker per se. Well, yeah, just a little darker or a little bit more real. Um, it, it, to me, that's how it felt. I, I, I think the more modern takes on Marvel runs, like if we're speaking of modern takes, we talked about Donnie Cates last week and, and that was, and he is writing Venom the way I think Venom should be written. Um, I feel like a lot of people who have written for DC know that these characters are completely broken. And so they take it and they're like, we need to be raw with this character. Like we, this, this, mm. this person is broken. This person is hurting people around them. This isn't just, you know, this isn't just like a regular comic book. We, we have to talk about the real problems that they're going to have. And uh, there's going to be blood. There's going to be people killed that they, they care about. There's going to be some hard things to write about, like Barbara Gordon being paralyzed, like whatever it may be. Um, so I've always felt like DC has been in that. Not I'm not saying like Sin City realm, but they definitely yeah, they definitely like take that on a little bit more with open arms. And um, so that's why. I feel like uh, these characters are sometimes a little bit more relatable than uh, Marvel characters can be. Cause some Marvel characters can just seem so larger than life that you're like, I don't know if I could achieve that, but Batman's an everyday guy. I mean, he kind of is, he's kind of not Bruce Wayne. Isn't Bruce Wayne. Isn't an everyday guy, but Batman, you don't know who's behind the mask. Um, Iron Man, you know, who's behind the mask. And Iron Man is like a, a playboy and he owns the role of Iron Man. Bruce Wayne doesn't talk about it. You don't know who it is. Dick Grayson, he came from nothing. Or, or two, in, 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 in a sense, you know? Uh, I mean, and he ends up uh, losing his parents and then goes on from there to join Batman and then doing his own thing. So uh, I don't know these characters as well, but I feel like if I was a... A young kid, I always related to Batman, um, not because of the rich part, because I I didn't know what that was like to be you know a billionaire, but like uh, I I related uh, to the brokenness I think that Batman always had, and his sense of justice that he always had, and his sense of making sure that things are right. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's why some of these characters are probably probably mean a lot, and and plus like. That Linda Carter movie, I don't know how good it was, but it seems like it had an impression on people. Whereas, like, what did you get from Marvel back then? You got that one Avengers, quote-unquote Avengers movie that everyone was like, what the heck is this? Like, they're just in, like, cloth suits. And anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. So then moving on, the next panel was the Sandman panel. Um, oh, no, no, no. Talked... It was Montreal's announcement. Nope. It was Sandman, and then it was Montreal's. Okay. All right. All right. Um. So Sandman. Uh. They talked about Neil Gaiman coming back to the comics, or they and they also talked about a lot of the history of the comics, which I thought was really fascinating. Um. I have I've read bits and pieces of, um. His his stuff. Um. I think he is a, a 
fascinating writer. Um, but I think it was just really cool, especially once they started talking about the podcast that they're the radio drama podcast that they're doing. Um, I really like this idea that podcasts have are kind of becoming the next form of radio drama. Um, and especially when he talked about the people, like he got James McAvoy and yes. he got uh, Kate, Kat Dennings and Kat he Dennings. got like all Taren of these, Egerton. Yeah. All of these actors who you probably couldn't, unless it was an amazing script, couldn't get in the, into the same room. Andy Circus, Yeah. But because these are all at heart, these are all uh, um, people who started out in plays. It just makes sense for them to come to this form of radio drama. And I think it's, I honestly think this is going to be an amazing, amazing podcast. Yeah. I don't subscribe to audible, but it, it really makes me want to do that free 30 day trial. And, uh, and really binge this thing because um, I, I, I've never read anything from the Sandman. I've always kind of thought when I thought of Sandman, I thought of like, I think it's like a, it's just like a story you tell the kids. I think like kind of thing like you, the Sandman, like it's like the you know, master of sleep and he helps you right. go to bed or whatever it may be. But I think there's some, there's a lot more darkness to that story. I just never knew that part of the story. Um, and I think, in this universe, correct me if I'm wrong, they handle more than just like Sandman. They handle like Lucifer yeah, uh, and a lot Lucifer of different Morningstar is yeah. Satan. Um, yeah. You yeah. Have, a lot like, of different angels. like mythological, dark mythological creatures. Um, so I'm interested in reading some of it. I haven't oh, yeah, read anything. Definitely. I did uh, click, I, I am using the free trial of the DC universe right now, the seven day trial. So I might read some Sandman universe comics if I can. Um, but it really got me interested, especially, especially the audiobook podcast. Cause are the audiobook for on audible, um, yeah, titled the Sandman nice. by Neil Gaiman and Dirk Mags. Uh, yeah, man, dude, like, yeah, you get Riz Ahmed in a, in a room with Kat Dennings, Taryn Egerton, James McAvoy, Andy Serkis, Michael Sheen. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm I'm a hundred percent in. Um, so I'm excited to see what what they kind of like pump out with that. And even with the comics, I I've never read any of the comics, but maybe after I read a few, I'll, I'll want to kind of pick those up. I'm kind of trying to. I think that's why I want to cut out another Marvel too, so that way I can start picking up a DC comic and be consistent on a DC <laughs> on a go. DC series. Because after there this event, go. man, let me tell you, I. I was sold. I was like, dude, DC is sick, actually. So, so I'm, bruh. Honestly, I, I didn't have a problem with it before. It was just, I was stuck in a, you know, this is what I'm picking up. This is what I can afford. This is what I'm getting. Now I need to kind of like jump out of that and pick start up picking Joker. up a different comic and a different, by a different publisher. Be okay yeah. with that. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, let me, let me tell you, man. I'm I'm gonna got everybody. We're on Discord right now. I'm screen sharing with Rustin, so that way he knows that he was wrong. The WB panel was before the Sandman Universe panel. All right, panel. okay. I whatever. want him to know that he was, right, wrong I was wrong because I was excited right. about this. He's excited about it, so I know he is. I know he is. And I, think I and just wanted okay. to get it out we of the way. I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about a WB now. I'm like I'm I'm excited. I'm stoked for this. Do, 
Do you have okay, any other so, thoughts on Sandman before we move no, on? No, no, we're moving on. <laughs> WB's announcement was Gotham Knights. Gotham and Knights. This is going to be a co-op uh, game where you yep. play as Dick Grayson's Nightwing, Barbara yep. Gordon's You're... Batgirl, yep. Damian Wayne's Robin, and Jason Todd's Red Hood. Dude, yeah. I'm stoked. Super cool. So the oh, and the big reveal. So we had we got the trailer. Yep. Batman is dead. Batman is dead. Bruce Wayne is dead. And I am happy about that. So do I'm you actually... know... Oh, wait. Go ahead. You know this isn't in the Arkham universe, right? Yes. So this is not in the Arkham okay. universe because it's WB. Um, and essentially, uh, they wanted to do a fresh start oh. just like Rocksteady wanted to do a fresh start. Yes. So, this so is Rocksteady WB handles Montreal. all the Arkham games. Well, so WB Montreal made Arkham Origins. But Rocksteady okay. made all of the others. And that's where if you wa- if you play their games, you get a full story where Origins is kind of like this weird like stepchild where it's like it connects, but it's kind of like just sitting out there. It's kind of not part of the know. family, but it, it's yeah. in there. Yeah. Um <laughs> that's so bad. So ba- Sorry if you're a stepchild. We don't want you to feel like you're uh, you're not part of your family. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you don't feel like that. And you know what? I'm sorry. Comment on our page. Tell us how horrible we are. But if you do feel like you're part, are part of your family, and we were we were wrong about saying that, comment on our page and tell oh us gosh. how how mean we are. Um, anyway, moving on. But yeah, so <laughs> Batman is dead. Um, you play as the Bat family uh, as they have to go up against the villains because the villains have figure out that, you know, Hey, there's no, uh, dark night protecting here. Gotham, protecting Gotham. That's anywhere. right. And so, yeah. And the first minute, eight minutes of gameplay is, well, hold on, hold on. The wait, Mr. Wait, Freeze wait, mission. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay, a sorry, Mr. Sorry. Freeze mission. We're okay. You're, you're, uh, you're going so with then, it. You lead it. You so lead it. here's the thing. So then at the end of the trailer, we get the court of owls. And this is why I don't understand so, the significance of that. So yeah, I own I own the series. You need we're gonna need to get you to read Court of Owls. So the Court of Owls okay. is this secret society that has been around in Gotham since the very the very foundation of Gotham. Hmm. And they have these talons, which are essentially assassins, but they're dead. They're not fully alive they're semi-alive like actually dick grayson's great 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 grandfather is a talon um and actually before his parents were murdered we come to find out that he was actually being groomed to become a talon for uh the court of owls but that all shifted once his parents died and and bruce wayne took him in so they have this (laughs) Uh, Batman figures out that this um, secret society is in Gotham and plotting against him. And so he has to go through trying to dismantle them, essentially. But the reason I'm really happy about this is because so many times I think we rely on Batman to just have an answer for everything. It's like, oh, 
this is happening here let me check my utility belt oh look at this gadget that i just somehow have that I got it i instantly thought about i thought about this I ahead of time i'm i'm oh sorry i just hit my mic oh um it's okay get excited so i think it's really cool that batman is dead and out and it's going to this story is going to be the bat family rising to the challenge of protecting gotham in in a day where batman is dead where bruce is dead and this idea that they have to be have to find out about the court of owls on their own and not because batman is told them or batman had fought already against them is really a just cool idea for me because it's going to push them to their limits and i think that's going to be cool as players because you're going to grow with these characters like the trailer said it was like from vigilantes to heroes from heroes to um whatever and then from whatever to knights like that was that their whole like spiel um i think that's gonna be cool and then the trailer ended and they were like oh yeah by the way we have gameplay and so we got to yeah. see gameplay and that was yeah. where we got to find out that this is going to be a co-op game which i'm really stoked about um well i think you can you can play by yourself if you want yes, to absolutely but you can also yeah. play with friends which i think is gonna Up be to cool four people i think uh i think it's it may be four but i think a lot of i i think it might just be two it may I depend on they, the missions it seemed like at that probably. on that first mission it was just uh nightwing and barbara rob robin and bat which Robin yeah. has a weird teleporting ability, which should be really interesting. Um, oh, is that not comic like canon? I don't think he's ever had a teleporting ability. The other thing that's really cool is they're they're bringing in the Belfry, which is really cool because it's essentially a clock tower in the middle of Gotham that Batman turns into a essentially a like a above ground Batcave. Oh, oh, okay, and that's and what he's telling them about at the end of yeah. his little spiel. Yeah, Got it. that's what they're going to use as their base of operations, which I think is going to be it. cool because I always struggled in the Arkham games because it was like, okay, we're using Wayne Tower to kind of upgrade and all. Like, I would rather be in the Batcave, but I get mm. why we're not in the Batcave because Wayne Manor is not inside of Gotham, so you can't just, just keep, right. like... You drive know, all the way out, drive back yeah. in. So I get it, sure. but I yeah, like this. I, uh, I did just look sense. it up. It's it's just co-op online, so you can't even okay. do it on your single system. It's not for four-player gameplay. It's co-op online. Sick. Yeah, it'll be gameplay. fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I think it, it looks, looks cool. like It looks like you can upgrade armor and so forth because when they start out, they show Damien wearing his normal like costume. But then when they show the gameplay, he's got like a red, it looked more like a red Robin costume on where it's um, the whole helm. So yeah, it looks Damien fun. Damien as I'm, in uh, Robin? Robin. Yeah. I'm excited Wait. to play as Nightwing and Red Hood. I thought it was Tim Hood. Drake. Nope. It's Damien. Where'd you read that? What do you mean? Where did I read that? It's literally you. You watch the trailer and it's just instantly you're like, oh yeah, that's Damien. No, I read I read that it's someone else. 
No. If they put yeah. if they Okay, put... so screenrant.com says who are Gotham's heroes here? And uh hold on. It's yeah, Red Hood, aka Jason Todd. Yep. Um Barbara Gordon, who plays yep. Batgirl. Robin Dick or or the original Robin, who's now Nightwing, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Yep. And then and... uh the role of Robin is currently occupied by Tim Drake. No. They're, they're yes. wrong. They're wrong. I, it's not. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this right now, they're wrong. Screen rant oh. got that wrong. It's 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 hundred percent it's Damien. Unless unless, unless I'm, they've I'm... decided to put Tim Drake in Robin's costume because the trailer showed Damien. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I I can't like a lot of these are videos, so I don't uh, want to just unless. Oh, yeah, you know what they oh, that two days ago. That pisses me off if they if they why, melded... why is that a big deal though why is that a big well, deal is it because i the... think so here's the thing Go ahead. all of all of the robins and then Bar- barbara gordon in this game are going are just are wards of batman so obviously they're going to be sad that batman's dead but they're also going they're not they're not like yeah he's their adopted dad but with damien it's his dad and so i just feel like it's more it's just more impactful to have him on there too. Cause he's also the more of the kid. He's a 10 year old assassin. It just makes more, I don't know. We'll see. So, be so they're, they're trying to predict who, who might show up in, in this game as like, you know, extra playable characters or something. And so like if additionals, additional heroes, this is screenrant.com. If additional heroes made their way into Gotham Knights, over the years, the Batman family has grown considerably, considerably, and it would make sense to cross paths with Batwoman or even Damian Wayne um, to wear the mantle of Robin. But I don't think that's that means that he is the Robin that we got in the trailer. I think it's Tim Drake. I'm pretty sure it's Tim Drake, which I, I, I'm sorry. That's I know that's stu- Yeah, no, you're right. That's dumb. <laughs> What? Okay, two here's times the today. Two times today, everybody. <sighs> yeah, okay. Where, I'm one, sorry. I was right about the WB announcement, and two, I was right about the Robin gave, in Gotham Knights. Okay. <laughs> they gave him. T- they gave him Damian Wayne's Robin outfit. That's why oh. I thought it was. Da- that's that's why I thought it was Damian Wayne because that would have made sense because of the costume. But I and no, I can see it, how that'd be it, frustrating. Yeah, that's Tim Drake. Damn it. Okay. For continuity, right. that that would be frustrating, especially as a fan. Yeah. All right. So, so that just means I'm going to be playing as Nightwing and Red Hood as much as possible because screw Tim. I Drake. mean, that's those are who I, I I'd probably play as Batgirl. Batgirl's abilities look oh, pretty and sick Batgirl, from the gameplay. Yeah. Um, but that that the teleport thing too looks sick for Robin. You're gonna you're gonna give into it. You're gonna slowly give into well, playing. Honestly, Robin. it makes more sense now that he has a teleport device because out of everyone, Tim Drake is the smartest Robin. He's the like everyone like he's the most Bruce Wayne of the Robins. Like he's the detective. He's the Robin Boy Wonder. Yeah, he's yeah. the Boy Wonder. Yeah, so. as a person who hasn't played these games, um, I. I don't really play co-op games, so that's why I'm interested and it looks cool. And I'll probably, I'll probably play it. I, Rustin's giving me a face right now. He's giving me a face, um, but like I'll probably play it, um, try it out a little bit. 
honestly, I don't see myself getting into it. And it's not because I don't like the idea. I think the idea is fun. It makes me want to know more about those characters, though. You'll um, be because... able to play. You'll be able to play. Yeah, solo. go ahead. You'll, you'll be, be able, able to. Play to... Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But but we also don't know which next gen consoles we're getting. So we don't know yet if I'm getting a PS5 or not. But mm. moving on, <laughs> I I think it it uh. It just makes me interested to see what a, what a world would look like without Batman. I know that there have been times when Batman isn't around in Gotham City before in the comics, correct? Like, I'm not wrong about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, but but uh, but in a video game, uh, something that you get to play out that drama. So I'm interested to see what people think of it. Uh, the reactions seemed really positive. Yeah, so I'm far. down. So, yeah. From what I've seen, like everyone's stoked. I'm I'm down because honestly, I there was a lot of chatter that this that we were gonna get a new Batman game, and I was really wondering how they were gonna make it different because I love the Arkham series, but I'm a little Batmaned out. I don't sure. like just game wise. I don't want yeah. more Batman. Um, I'm I'm actually currently trying to play through the season two of um telltale's batman game uh oh oh, oh okay yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about and so uh but yeah i just think this gotham knights gives them the opportunity to make this game unique because you get to sure. give all of these characters different abilities and so it's gonna feel different which is great it's awesome and later as we talk about another game that's another game that i'm stoked about um but yeah all right yeah what's next do you want to move on in the next panel yeah let's move on so the next thing what we so the next thing on the schedule is the multiverse 101 uh, did you did you happen to catch that or i did i did not know okay so i i want to really quick go over this it it's yeah. not anything anything crazy but um oh gosh what's the uh jim lee is that his name yeah jim, jim lee, lee? Jim Lee uh, was, uh, and a lot of other, I think, like bigwigs in DC um, were on this panel, and they were talking just kind of about what the, they were talking about the direction that they wanted to take the DC uh, multiverse into, and they weren't, I think they were talking mostly about um, media, they weren't uh, like TV, movies, such like that, yeah. not necessarily the um, the comics, but uh or at least from what I caught, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> um, I was really motivated to understand the DC universe multiverse a little bit more. They were talking a lot, a lot of multiverse stuff. And for me, I was like, Oh, you know what? This is really cool. What they're doing then just to hear the way they're laying the foundation of the next stage they want to get into. Cause in my head, I'm like Marvel Marvel's way is the only way you introduce your characters and then you make a universe but but them but i'm um, excuse me dc dc made multiple universes and now they're like okay so we can work with that like let's work within what we made rather than trying to follow marvel's model and so now they're really re it seems like they're really leaning into the idea that they're like all right we got the wb universe we got the uh, or excuse me the cw universe we have um the universe with like Jason Momoa's Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Ben Affleck's Batman. We have, we even have um, Christian Bale's universe that, 
you know, probably won't get touched very much. This isn't me quoting them. This is just me thinking through that. Um, we have the new Batman universe that's coming out with Robert Robert Pattinson's Batman. We have the Joker verse with uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and I think that's I think it's great that they're leaning into that because they're going opposite of Marvel here. They're saying, you know what? Like screw it. We we messed up when we were trying to copy Marvel. Let's just go with what we got. Let's let's take these multiple universes and then. It was cool when they brought the crossover in on um, Crisis on Infinite Earths. I never even watched that. Don't I, I? I've not really cared about the CW shows, and so just as a person who has never been exposed to a lot of the DC shows or movies, I thought it was. I thought I'm like, great, you're leaning into it. We're gonna get the fans are gonna be excited and they're gonna be satisfied. I think now because you're saying there are multiple universes and we can bring them into each other anytime we want and they made it work with the two flashes with ezra miller's and uh i don't remember the actor's name of the cw do you remember his name yeah gustin grant yeah and so they made that work so i think it can work to have multiple universes and even bring them in together and the flash movie it's going to be all about going through multiple universes through time travel so i mean i think that they're going to have some cool things coming up in the movies and even the TV shows. And I think we're going to see a lot of crossover between universes. I think we're going to hopefully see, uh, I, I, I would love to see more of Ben Affleck's Batman. That's just me. I think in the future, and we can get into this more when we get into Snyder cut, but I think in the future, if the Snyder cut goes well, I think Ben Affleck may be willing to do a Batman movie. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, So, so my all of my sentiments are tied into one kind of phrase it's about time um i think dc has struggled for the last couple years trying to figure out how to make up for lost time because they fumbled the ball with justice league uh so we're gonna get that correction with hbo and snyder cut but this is a great way for DC to say, you know what? Leave it. We don't need to scrap it. We don't need to, we don't need to retroactively scrap anything. Let's just make the movies we want to make. And if, if we don't want them to make sense, boop, there it is. Another universe. Boop. Oh, there's another one. Boop. Oh, there's another one. And they don't have to make sense. Now, the cool, the greatest thing about this is now the Joker can remain on its own, not have to tie in. It can still have fun Easter eggs and maybe some cameos, depending on how Todd Phillips wants to make that sequel. But it can be on its own and not have anything to do with anything else. Not every, like, that's the cool thing that they've decided to figure out, that not every movie has to tie in which is something that they the reason they thought that was because look at how well Marvel has been doing and is doing like they the thing is they were late to the party and they tried to rush it now they're like you know what fine we're late to the party let's create our own party yeah and there you and go I think they did it and I think that's right awesome because two the other thing is like DC has been doing this so well in the comics that it's like, why didn't you think about this, doing it this way from the beginning and just 
taking that formula and throwing it on into your media. Like that makes more sense, especially because it's like this makes more sense, especially because the CW shows have been around longer than uh, it have been along before Zack Snyder started working on Man of Steel and starting the the DCEU, essentially. So it's like you already had properties that were kind of like in this area that you needed to figure out what you were going to do with do with all of this and this makes sense so yeah i'm excited i'm glad that this is the route they're taking um yeah, i agree yeah so the next panel was introducing flash panel um did you watch that did you hear anything uh, about it so i saw i saw the art and i read about it i didn't i didn't get to see the panel um again i, I was busy working and yeah. then i had stuff going on that night so there was a lot of things that like I only caught after the fact, but I will say that artwork is dope. Yeah. Showing yeah. The new, new the new concept, the new suit concept. And then also having Keaton in the back. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's back. This movie has developed so much hype in the last month. Yeah. Dude. That like this was a movie that we all thought was dead in the water. Oh, the Flash movie's coming. Oh, it got pushed back. Oh, we maybe got a director. Oh, we might have a writer. Um, Ezra Miller's, yeah, he's still attached. Uh, maybe Batman will be in it. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, Batman's going to be in it. We got a director. Boom, 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 ben boom, Ben Affleck's going to be in Hello. it. Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, Which I'm excited. So I think that shows, I'm, that. that's what gives me that, that hope. I think that shows his willingness to say, okay, if it's a project I can get behind, I'm in. But that was the biggest before. problem with the Batman movie is he was like, they weren't willing, we weren't willing to work together. We had creative differences, and so we didn't do the movie. Well, and I also so, think that I think those creative differences had to do with the fact that Ben probably wanted his Batman to feel very much in line with the Snyderverse, and because of the backlash that was Justice League when they kicked him off technically obviously he left for family reasons but it was not a fun transition um they wanted to go a different direction and then it wasn't until afterwards that they're like oh you know what well we'll just put this in our own universe and it's still gonna be dark and gritty but anyways um i've said it before warner brothers is is, go ahead go ahead go ahead sorry i've said it before ben affleck is my favorite batman um that may that may that may that may change um from a certain trailer that we saw that we're um, gonna talk about <laughs> that we're gonna 100 percent be talking about um but i think i'm really happy that we are at a place where he is able he he can come back um especially because just yeah. how termulous or is that the word that's tumultuous tumultuous thank you how tumultuous tumultuous his leaving was i just i felt so bad for the guy because like everyone hates on him but nobody you didn't really get a chance to really get an understanding of his character i think and he got memed hardcore too oh 100 percent like that one interview with him and henry cavill they got memed hardcore yeah and I'm, that's the other thing is like, 
it's great to see that Ben Affleck's coming back. It's great to see that Henry Cavill is committed to play Superman. Uh, yes. It's great to... Oh, thank God they changed that Flash suit. Oh, my Lord. I am so Oh, you so didn't like, like the, sca- the, the, plate, the plate armor? No, 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 <laughs> no. Please, no. Stop. The plate yeah, armor Yeah, they did make it more... But, but you know what's going to be funny is that they, because uh, the two Flashes met each other in the CW universe, maybe he's going to be influenced by that suit, and that's why he's well, going like, to take off the plate armor. It's going to be interesting to see which Batman created the suit, because uh, they said, or at least what I read, was that Batman is the one who creates Flash's new suit. Oh. So I wonder if this is going to be Michael Keaton's Batman, or if it's going to be Batman. Affleck's Batman. I think it's probably so, be so, Keaton's. Did you ever watch the movie um, Neighbors with Seth Rogen and uh, and yeah, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Why am uh, I forgetting Zac his name Efron. right now? Zach Efron. So Zach Efron and <laughs> Seth Rogen get stoned in the middle of the like like a party, yeah. and then they start talking about like their own Batman's. They said like, well, yeah. who's the best Batman? And then Zach Efron's like Christian Bale, of course. And then oh, Seth Rogen's like, no, Michael Keaton. And then they start yeah. like going back at each other. It's, <laughs> that's why I I'm always Batman. do the, like I'm, I'm trying to do like a cool Batman, like Seth Rogen, where he's like, no, I'm Batman. And then yeah. Zac Efron, or excuse me. Yeah, yeah, Zac Efron yeah. goes into like the, no, I'm, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> so that's why I'm always trying yeah. to do the Michael yeah, Keaton. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be I'm fun. Batman. I'm excited. Um, I don't know what did you did you get anything else from actually watching the event? So so what I what I really th- this isn't related to the event at all. Um, but oh, yeah. what I wanted to co- what it connected to for me, I think what Flash is doing is going to be what Vision and Scarlet or like what Scarlet Witch does in the Mar- in Marvel. I I really think it's going to be this like universal changing event. Mm. Um, I never read flashpoint. Um, it's good. Cause I just haven't read any DC comics, but I think that what flash is going to do is going to change this multiverse forever. And I think the same exact thing for what Marvel is, is hoping to do with Scarlet, Witch's character to change their universe completely. Oh, hundred um, percent. And so I'm excited to see what DC does with it. What were you saying? Yeah, and they've talked. They've talked about Keaton's Batman being more of a. Um, he's gonna be more like uh, Nick Fury. In this universe, oh, so he's gonna kind of oh. pop up around, which could be really interesting. Um, That'll be which cool. also means, which also means, if he's gonna be that guy, that means Ben Affleck's Batman is allowed to kind of, you know, do his thing. So if we get another film with Ham or even all, oh, please, if you want to do like a an HBO Max series, like a yes. mm, a, a good yes. series with him. Oh, let's go. Let's go. I think I he'd more. jump on. I think he'd jump on board for sure. Let's go. with. Let's go with that. Yeah. Well, that'd that. be perfect because then Robert Pattinson can do more movies. Robert Pattinson can do his Marvel or his uh, Batman universe while Ben Affleck is doing his show universe in exactly. in HBO Max. I think exactly. that would make sense. So that way, AWB isn't like freaking out like, well, how are we going to schedule these two Batman movies that are completely different and whatever they may be doing? But I think that WB, what I was going to say at the end of the multiverse part was like, I think WB 
is now admitting their mistakes and saying, okay, we had it going okay. We'll bring Snyder back in. Snyder needs to do his cut. Great. Let's see what else we can do from here. Let's create the multiverse. That's the that's where we're going now. We're not doing big team-ups, at least outside of the Justice League for now. And another team-up that we'll talk about in another panel later. So, so th- this um, is my pitch. This is my pitch for Ben Affleck. Go ahead. Ben Affleck is getting is old, obviously. He's an older Batman. So he's not gonna be able ben to Ben Affleck, do this. if you listen to this, you're old, but you're a goodie. You're a goodie yeah, and we, you look we love good. You. And you're you're a Great. tough guy. Uh but you're a so, good looking guy. He's an older Batman. So talking about oh, WB wants to do a Nightwing movie. WB wants to do all of these bat family yeah. movies. Here's a here's an idea. You know what? Fine. Let's give we'll give Ben Affleck a uh, a maxi series on HBO. But yeah. you know what? Hey, Ben, you want to come you want to come in don the suit for a little bit and have like a uh, extended cameo in these Bat Family movies to set up Bat Family movies so that when then we can move forward with say Batgirl, we can move forward with Nightwing and it doesn't feel weird because there's no Batman there. We have Ben Affleck right. who you know what? He doesn't have to do a full movie. He can show up and it doesn't have to be like a quick cameo. It can be an extended cameo where, yeah, he's in a good 25, 40% of the movie being Bruce Wayne, being Batman, interacting with these characters. And then it yeah. doesn't feel weird when we get a Nightwing movie and we get, and you know what? Who knows? Maybe the Nightwing movie then transitions into, we have a storyline where Dick End up ends up donning the cape because Batman dies or something. Like there's sure. the, having him back allows uh, you to play with it. And if he's if he's wanting to do this more, you don't have to be like, "Yo, we want you in a full movie." We don't want we, we you don't have to like saddle him with that commitment of of running a a like a trilogy because you know what. Pattinson's got it. We we got that. We're fine. Right. We've got our trilogy. Ben Affleck can just have fun with it. He can he can yeah. drop in and out of different like DCEU movies. And hopefully I mean, there yeah, won't be any more to... memes of him looking yeah, sad. I, I just I think that's gonna be great. But yeah, all right, let's move on. All right, moving on. Um, so after the flash panel, they the fandom had these like really funny transitions where they didn't like just keeping it like where there's like a, a gap of time. So they mm. would, they introduce like beyond Batman and it would be watching like, like the Batman beyond Batman would be watching like clips of other Batman. And it'd be really, Oh, funny. I heard like about this. I thought it was things. hilarious. I finally yeah. looked it up and I watched it. That's funny. Yeah. They're super quirky. I think it was fun and it was smart too, just to kind of keep the fans engaged rather than having them say, like, oh, I have five minutes until the next, you know, until the next panel. Great. I'm going to go get food. They're like, oh, I kind of don't want to miss the Batman Beyond Batman right now. So I think that was fun. True. Um, but the next big panel was James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Okay. Did you dude. watch or catch anything? Yes. So okay. I I caught a bit of the panel itself, but then I watched like the trailer. I watched the behind the scenes footage. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think they played they played a game for like half of the the panel, so it's oh, okay. not like you needed to sit through that unless you really wanted to see what the character. Which I I sat through it. Great. I was doing I was kind of doing other stuff while I was watching it anyway. Yeah. But dude, I'm I'm stoked. I'm so excited, uh, yeah. and I think uh, what I'm seeing is that people are trying to guess who King Shark is going to be, and it's probably going to be Taika. That would be it's hilarious, probably be Taika honestly. Waititi, that would, would be, be great. It'd be funny as I would love that because um, yeah, I love the fact that Sha- his brother is playing Weasel. I think that was so funny. It just makes so much sense. And it's just hilarious to me. I was dying laughing when I saw the Weasel. Yeah, it's perfect for Sean Gunn. It's perfect. For oh, him. it was so funny. Um, I, I don't really um, know some of these smaller characters. So, yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm really glad James Gunn is taking it and running with it, which I think he like, dude, he handled the Guardians like the Guardians oh, yeah. weren't a 100%. huge property of Marvel before he got a hold of them. And I think DC saying, James Gunn, you need to come do the Suicide Squad was the most genius move they could have ever made. I don't care about the Flash. I don't care about the new Batman. I care about the Snyder Cut. But but I'm I'm saying if DC didn't have James Gunn on this project, it would not be the same. And it would it, it probably wouldn't have the same cast. It wouldn't have the same interesting characters that people haven't really discovered or like looked into. I think this is going to be huge for the DC uh, universe. I think that I think... the success of this movie is I'm the only thing that is hurting me is if it's going to hurt me is if James Gunn leaves Marvel. If James Gunn takes got, a he's, step he's, back. He's got to direct uh, Guardians 3. He's got to direct Guardians 3. He's already. He's, I know he has to direct Guardians 3. But what else is he signed on for after that? But here's the thing, though. Honestly, like with Marvel, you're going to get a trilogy and then maybe a fourth film. So maybe Gunn gets a fourth Guardians of the Galaxy. But honestly, I don't know if they're going to because they're trying to bring in other properties because they're trying to diversify, which makes sense. And especially it's smart for them, like where they're bringing in Shang-Chi, that kind of stuff. So honestly, I think there's going to come a time. Same with Robert Downey Jr. Going to come a time where Gunn, you know, says, you know what? This is my last Marvel movie, but I don't know. It, it it depends. We'll see. But yeah, I'm excited for Suicide Squad. I think with the cast that he has brought on there, we're going to be on our toes um, because the Suicide Squad is one of those teams that it feels like you kind of are like, okay, who's going to die? <laughs> like who, who's next? Like who's going to die? So I'm really interested John to see die. who. Oh, that, I love how he was like. <laughs> Uh, he told me to play a douchey Captain America, and I was like, okay. <laughs> yes. So the behind-the-scenes footage was hilarious. Uh, it looks it looks very much... You know what it reminded me of? It looks like the superhero version of Tropical Thund- Tropic Thunder. Oh, it does. You're so right, it, dude. It really does. Like I was like... I literally I was watching the behind-the-scenes, and I was like, oh, I am so down for this. Dude, and um, Harley Quinn's suit. Yes, the, the it's it's yes. like comic book. It is just accurate, perfect, perfect. Margot Robbie's perfect. Looks perfect. I like the fact that he's using new characters too, because there was that um, Idris Elba. They were talking about maybe being Deadshot, 
um, and replacing Will Smith as Deadshot or having him play Bronze Tiger. I like the fact that they've just decided, nah, he's playing some random, some other random dude from the from the comics. So I like that. Um, I love that King Shark is in it. I think if they hadn't brought King Shark in it, I think a lot of people would have been mad. So I'm really happy that King Shark is in it. I honestly thought King Shark would have been Michael Rook, Rucker. Uh, Rooker. But he's, yeah. But he's... Uh, it's a guy. It's actually a guy that. named Steve Aggie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm reading an insider article. It's it's, a, oh, nice. it's Steve Aggie. Yeah, um, I don't know who Savant is, but the way everybody teamed up to like kind of like uh, like quote unquote trash Michael Rooker <laughs> about his character, I yeah. loved it. So I'm really excited yeah. to see the way he plays it because it looks that's, like a like a Yondu, but like probably a little bit this, way more dickish. Yeah, this movie's gonna be fun. Yeah, dude, I'm excited. Uh, Polka Dot Man seems hilarious to me as well. (laughs) Uh, I'm not like, I mean, I I don't really know who that is, but I think it's gonna be funny. I'm excited for Nathan Fillion. Um, Nathan Fillion will probably die too in my head. His suit out of everyone's looked the weirdest to me. Like it just didn't. It it looked very much like propish. Which is not a problem because they're probably there's probably some CG elements to it, so it probably is gonna look obviously gonna look better in the film. But just the way they kind of presented it, I, I was like, mm, I'm not a huge fan, but you know, whatever. Let's see. I, I think he's gonna yeah. look good in it. I think it's okay. I mean, like there's 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 others like the Fula Borg's suit as Javelin, dude. Okay, you're talking about Nathan Fillion's suit. They're literally gonna have a guy in a polka dot suit. Yes, on, I know on, great. In the I'm movie. interested to see. I'm interested to see Pete Davidson's character. Oh, that'll be uh, interesting. Uh, because I think it's just going to be interesting Guard? to see Pete. Yeah, I think it's just going to be interesting to see Pete Davidson act. Because uh, I'm excited I, to I'm see Flula Borg. I, I yeah, I've only seen him anyone. in the in the um. What's the acapella movies? What are those called? Oh, With, uh, um. Why am I forgetting it? Yeah, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect yep, 2 or 3? <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to see Flula Borg in this. Because yeah. he's this ridiculous. Be I love it. This movie's um, going to be great. I'm excited for this movie. I think it's 2021. Is what it's, it's when it's supposed to yeah, come out. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And that's fine. They have some They have some footage, it seems like. probably. Hopefully yeah. it's done. It's just in post. But we'll see. I don't know. Well, um, so uh, I don't know if it's done. I don't know if it's in post. I mean, I know they've been shooting, but like, think of it this way: like, the Batman only shot twenty five percent of its movie so far from an article. Um, so I don't know if it's done. I if if I had to guess, they probably shot seventy five percent of it. Yeah, but I feel like the Suicide Squad. We've known that James Gunn is working on this project, the Suicide Squad, for a lot longer than at least a few uh, more months i guess i yeah i than guess the batman right. movie i guess you're so right. so yeah you're right i think probably 75 maybe even 90 percent done yeah they need to do some reshoots or something so after that was the boss females of color within the dc universe i i didn't really uh like i had it on and i wasn't and i was working on some other stuff um it was a lot of the uh current african-american uh, 
females, I believe. It was mostly just the females and then one male uh, in this panel uh, who are currently uh, playing characters within the DC universe. Um, like someone from Titans, I think some people, some some other people from the CW shows. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not, gotcha. I, I, didn't, I didn't really watch very much. Um, but nice. yeah. Cool. Uh, then the legacy of the bat panel. Did you catch that? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, watch I didn't catch that. Okay. Um, I, heard I think that it was, was just, just about Batman stuff. Yeah. Comics. That's what I heard. And then Chris Daughtry performed. <laughs> didn't Did catch you? that. <laughs> <laughs> I I did listen to a little bit of it. <laughs> Why? I mean, Why was he, he there? Sounds, he sounds good still. <laughs> he still sounds good. And I'm glad. I'm happy for him. You know, what? I'm happy that he had <laughs> an opportunity funny. to showcase himself again okay all right that's really it i i needed something to do and i was listening to the music in the background while i was like typing and like writing notes from other panels (laughs) um the next up was the joker put a happy put on a happy face did you happen to catch that one no i didn't either Uh, the the latter half the latter half i really only caught the trailers Except for the okay, Batman, okay. Because I so I then was after to, that was that. Uh, Jim Lee portfolio review and DC supervillain yes. fan art. One of the things I really like about the Jim Lee portfolio review idea and everything is I really like the emphasis on fan cosplay, fan art, all of the, like they really did a good job of integrating fans in all of this. Yes, and I think that's one thing that it made it feel like an actual event. Like it made it feel like something like Comic-Con. And so I really like kudos to DC for really putting in the effort with this. Um, Because I really think that that, that emphasis on fan interaction was a smart idea and really well uh, thought out. So, yeah, but yeah, the fan interaction was phenomenal. Even like the fan questions in certain Mm. panels stuff like that. I I thought it was great. Uh, I think they did. It it felt like it was something that we wanted to be a part of. It's like, Oh, how did I, how do I do that next year? You know, like if I, if this happens again, how do I do that next year? Um, And we'll talk more about like the whole event overall, I think at the end, but um, so the surprise DC comics panel was after the Jim Lee portfolio review. And then I'm Batman. The voices behind the cowl was after that. Uh, and then the DC, the Snyder cut Dude. of Justice League panel. And I know well, you only, caught stuff about this. So I we're caught, finally yeah, coming I, around to it. Yeah. I, Dude, I'm excited. I'm stoked. Seeing black suit Superman for one was awesome. So cool. Um, the only thing that was weird is his trailer was in a four three aspect ratio. Like it was like oh. he had like he made it for Instagram. Oh, maybe like I need to watch so, it on Instagram then. That was so weird to me because it had the giant black bars on the side. It was like in a square. It just looked weird. And I was like, why? And I saw this also on Twitter. Like a lot of people were like, yo, I'm stoked about Snyder cut, but why four three? <laughs> like, <laughs> like why 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 that aspect ratio? I, I didn't um, even just, pay I'm attention to that. I was just so in awe, dude. Four 
one hour long episodes. I know. We're getting, we're getting four hours of Justice League. I am stoked. We're getting a raw cut of this movie. I am stoked. I'm ready. Um, I I missed that world. I liked... I really liked the Snyder universe. BVS is one of my like one of my favorite movies. I really love that movie, The Ultimate Edition. Um, oh, Batman think, versus Superman. Yeah, Batman versus Superman. Um, People call it BVS, and I I don't. I still don't <laughs> get it. Sometimes <laughs> they cast. They just cast everyone perfectly. Um, Jeremy Irons is one of my favorite Alfreds of all time. Like I like him more than Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Um, I just think he, I, I like his, I like his Alfred more. Um, sure. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, dude, I'm, I, uh, I think. Dark side looks a little funny. He does. He looks like really animated. He doesn't look real. I think I, and obviously I think when we actually get the episodes, because post-production like more a lot more work will have been done in post-production and all of that yeah he's not gonna look so i thought he looked like a puppet yeah i dude the the trailer was cool i i was really excited to um this is where i got the thought if ben affleck if this movie succeeds and it gets great reviews ben affleck's back for something for it, it doesn't have to be a batman solo film it can be a TV show, like you had said. It, anything, just anything in that role, other than just the Flash. I think I think Ben Affleck's gonna gonna put that suit back on, because this was this is what he signed up for. This is yeah. the movie he signed up for, and then they changed it. And and I think all those all those cast members, which is why Henry Cavill was ta- like Henry Cavill was considering. Also, they were trying to push him out a little bit too. Um. I think I think that this will be a really good move for for WB for the for the DCEU. Um, please, if you have not watched this trailer, go watch it. Uh, tell us what you think about it. Tell us about the aspect ratio of the Superman shot and what you think of that. Tell us what you think about Dark Side. And um, I mean, really, if anything, you just need to go watch this uh, this trailer because uh, the rest of the panel was really just kind of like Zack Snyder answering some questions and talking about how they got the, the Snyder cut to even be made. Um, hmm. And it was pretty cool. It, I think this is another example of where fans were highlighted and they brought in the, the, the like main lady who oh, nice. started the petition for the Snyder cut and for all these other, and for all these things it was calling WB like, I am I am awesome. Absolutely, hundred percent respect for that lady because she ultra fan and did not did not care what anyone thought and just wanted to see this thing. So uh, if she did not done that, we wouldn't be seeing this and we wouldn't be talking about this right now, which it's would true. be really sad. Yeah, and I think too. I think this is cool because I think this uh, it shows that WB and DC are broadening their mindset on how they bring about content. Um, because like, look at the fact that we're going to get a Gotham police show on HBO. Um, we're getting the Snyder cut on HBO. So there's a oh, lot yeah. of areas where if the Snyder cut does well and um, Affleck is 
wants to come back there's a lot of areas that will allow us to be like hey yo like let's do like why don't you why don't you do like a five like a five six episode mini series on hbo and that could then lead into you having a more a supporting role in the nightwing movie that we want to make or the batgirl movie we want to make or anything else that has to do with or hey yo like we want you to cameo in wonder woman once say say wonder woman 3 is in the modern day like we want you to be in that or i think it allows him it allows him to do other stuff and not feel like the weight of the world is on his shoulders because when you run when you say you're gonna do a batman film yeah the weight of the world is on your shoulders and on top of the fact that like he was going to be directing slash acting in a Batman movie. He also had all the pressure of the fact that the justice league movie got just shredded. And, and then WB was probably just barking down his throat. So of course he's going to have some mental health issues. Like that's a lot of pressure. So I hope this allows him to come back, feel like, hey, you know what? I'm excited about this character again because yeah. I think, I think, yeah. So I think he yeah. already is coming back for the Flash. Yeah, I'm stoked. That'll be cool too uh, because it'll be the first time we see Affleck as a as Batman, not under Zack Snyder. So it'll be interesting how they how they write him and how how they want him to like act in that. So that'll be really interesting. Sure. Um, speaking of the flash, uh, the flash TV panel was right after that. Did you, I haven't caught any of that. I, uh, okay. I think I I'm caught. So I've watched a lot of the CW shows, especially flash, um, arrow until it obviously ended last year. Um, and so I know that they never got around to, uh, finishing last season's season finale. And yeah. so they're they were talking about how they had to I think they had to stick it onto the front end of the new season or what they're doing is they're doing the season finale in the fall and then it's not until it's going to be like 3 months until like early May that they start the new season. Um Yeah, yeah, so that's I'm, what I caught from it too. I think they were talking a little bit about like the end of the last season and the beginning of the next one. Uh, yeah yeah i'm, I'm not, excited i, I don't I honestly love the I don't flash. <laughs> i'm excited i love the flash i think this season's suit is just absolute perfection um it it is the flash suit um sure. even though it kind of the texture kind of reminds you of a basketball if you look at it um but it's it's a good <laughs> leather suit. no 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 like the bumps like it's got like oh really on the fabric. oh oh yeah, oh like on of, an outdoor ball yeah that's funny yeah like on an outdoor basketball um but yeah i'm excited to see it i miss i miss being able to have the watch the flash on a regular basis so so after that was the black adam panel and um oh, I, I i i thought it was really cool what they did because they have no footage they haven't filmed anything for this and so instead of just saying Oh, let's just put the rock on a pan, like you know, on a on a Zoom call. Yeah, they legit they Boss Logic and uh, someone else teamed up to create one just like concept art, but two 
this cool like graphic video display of like what the kind of like his origin was and it was it looked really good and the yeah, rock really voicing cool. uh the whole narrating the whole thing was so sick it got me so excited i didn't i mean i wasn't i wasn't ecstatic for the movie i wasn't uh like really i wasn't like hating the idea of the movie or whatever too i but i am ready for this thing now like i i want to watch this thing man uh yeah it looks good i'm stoked i think the rock looks good especially in the concept art as black adam um and i think too i think having because the rock has a lot of obviously if you're going to cast the rock as as someone he's going to have a lot of creative control so I don't have a problem with that, honestly, because, like, honestly, I, I love the Jumanji movies, and I know, like, that was a lot of, like, he backed and had a lot of creative control in that, too. Sure. Um, And so, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be dope. Yeah. It'll be interesting they did to reveal see who's in it. That the Justice Society is going to be in it. Yeah, I heard that. That's going to be interesting, and it's going to be interesting to hear who gets cast as people as we get closer and closer to this movie. So Uh, what I know is that Adam Smasher has been cast. Okay. Um, I'm going to look up, uh, Noah Centineo. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think he's the guy from, um, from to all the boys. I love before to all the boys. I love before the main, I never watched that movie. movie. The main dude, like he's like a heartthrob right now. Um, that makes sense. And a movie called The Perfect Date. They're they're both Netflix right. movies. So yeah, he's he's pretty well known. It's a cool role for him. It's stepping out of that like rom com kind of kind of area. Um, Hawkman will be in it. So that's a cool yeah, character that I kind of know. Um, Doctor Fate and Cyclone. Other than Adam Smasher, so that's that'll be cool. the Justice Society. And Cyclone could be interesting because he he's a, a sent. Uh, or wait, no, that's Red Tornado. Never mind. I was I got my characters mixed up, but anyways, um, uh, is wasn't Shazam next? Well, well, so what I oh. I, I did want to just say one more thing about Black oh, yeah, Adam. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I think ahead. that it was cool that there was like a he kind of has this antihero vibe, um, where I feel like he he does stand for like some some sort of moral high ground of like no like justice needs to be served, but he's willing to do that in a lot more intense way. Um, because he has been enslaved and stuff before. Um, he's and also, so I he think also owns, he's also, he also rules his own country. Oh, okay. That's good to know. So that's also uh, where some of that is going to come into the place. He, he like calls out the whole DCEU at the end of the, at the end of the panel. And it like got me like, Oh, this is going to be sick when Superman and him fight. Um, so I'm stoked. I'm ready yeah, to watch good. that movie. What I'm excited about is seeing him, Superman's Henry Cavill, and uh, Zachary Levi's Shazam, Shazam. All, all on screen. Because uh, I'm excited to see I, his interaction, his first interaction with Jason Momoa's Aquaman, <laughs> because they're both they're both island boys, and so I want to see the, yeah, the little uh, the little poke at at that uh, that they give them. Um. So the next panel was CNN real life heroes in the age of coronavirus. I didn't watch it. Um, I had it on in the background. Just seems like a cool ode to uh, like different stories of people who are like helping out during this time. Um, Absolutely. 
which was cool that they did that. After that was the Titans TV panel. So, oh, yeah. and I talked to you a little bit about this because uh, one Red Hood is confirmed for the season for season three. I don't really know what happens in season two. I just started season one, and and this is the first time that I'm getting into a DC show because I I haven't I didn't really like the Flash or Green Arrow oh. stuff like that. It, and and you know what? Here's the thing: I'm willing to watch it again, just like with Daredevil. I'm willing to try it out again. I, I'm willing to give it a shot, but Titan seems more kind of like the show that I I'm looking for um, is a little bit more gritty, a little bit more raw. And I like that uh, a little bit more. Um, so I'm excited to see, like, I'm excited to watch this. I'm, I'm two episodes in and yeah, it's already delivering what I'm kind of looking for. Uh, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of fighting. There's blood um, cussing, plenty of cussing. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I was excited. Uh, I just learned a little bit about Red Hood, and that's why, because of the Gotham Knights game. And so that's why I kind of knew, I was like, oh, Red Hood, but it doesn't sound like Joker's going to kill that Robin, and then he's going to turn into Red Hood, which I think is how he originally turns into Red Hood, right? I Yeah, so that's that's originally how he, he becomes Red Hood, because what ends up happening is Joker kills uh, Jason Todd, or, and then uh, Talia al Ghul actually took his takes his body to the Lazarus Pit and resurrects oh. him. But because of um, because he was already full dead, uh, it screws with his head, and so then mm. he ends up um, going through all of this stuff to get his to get essentially get his him right in the head again, and then. Um, he goes after Batman. If you've watched, uh, actually, honestly, you should watch uh, the animated movie Under the Red Hood. It is one of the okay. best DC animated films that they've made, and it's it you'll you'll one hundred percent you'll get the full Jason Todd story essentially. Dude, their animated so, films are so good. They really are. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Titans. I watched season one, um, and I watched part of season two. Um, I think the kid who plays Nightwing slash Dick Grayson, I think he's perfect. I really like him in that role. Um, I like, uh, I really like, I don't remember what he, what I've seen him in, but I really like the guy who plays, um, Hawk. Um, I think the Hawk and Dove characters really work. I really, the thing I like too is i really like this idea that there was dick had a teen titans he had a titans and then that fell apart and so then they were um Mm. so then he ended up especially after season one tries to restart that group um because deathstroke is in season two um don't give me too many spoilers no i'm not that that's pretty much the biggest that that's the thing that like everyone knows is that he's in season two. Um, I did see, yeah, yeah, I did see that. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. too worried about that. So, it, um, so it's going to be, interesting. so the guy who plays Hawk, Alan Richin, Alan Richson is in, uh, hunger games, catching fire. Oh, okay. Uh, he plays like one of the, the other tributes. Oh wait, and isn't he, he in, um, blue mountain state? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, okay. So... That's what I saw, man. That's what I saw. Yeah. Blue man. mountain state. Yeah. He plays like one of the, <laughs> 
yeah. the side characters. Um, <laughs> so that's what jocks. he's, yeah, he's kind of known as like a, a jock kind of character, which Hawk, it makes yeah. like the way he's playing Hawk makes sense to that. Um, yeah. Makes and, sense that, that. and that show is so good with the dynamics. I think they do such a good job. It's one of the criticisms about like the CW shows. It's very like, see, it's very much like vampire diaries where it's like very drama esque. But with Titans, I think they allow the drama to play out in so many different scenarios sure. that it feels natural. It's like, oh, yeah. they're having drama like because of it. this. That makes sense. Especially yeah, when that's, like that's Dick definitely gets what I like super violent. It. Yeah, especially like when Dick gets super violent. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Why people would be like, yo, let's <laughs> like chill. Take a second here. <laughs> Calm down. But yeah. 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 So um, Aquaman panel was after that. And okay. uh, they didn't really show anything. There's nothing shot for it. Um, yeah. It was just the director and Patrick Wilson talking about uh, what they're excited for in the next film, what they really liked about this film. Uh, Jason Wan, sorry. Um, yeah. That's the director. And it looks like it's coming out in 2022. That's the scheduled cool. date. I like the fact that I heard uh, they were talking about how there's going to be some horror uh, elements to the second one, too, just like it was in the first one. And I like that. I think it makes sense for uh, for is it Jason one? Jason, Justin, Wan. Jason, one, Jason. I think it makes sense because he is a, he started out as a horror director. Yeah. Um, and I, like, yeah, there's there's problems with the first Aquaman, but it's fun. It it was it was just a it was a good time. It was good. And, and the, Jason Momoa it is just so good, good as that though, character. too. It was such a pretty movie too. Yes. Like that scene where he's uh he the like the final battle where he and Ocean Master are fighting, that is such a dope scene. And like I go on YouTube and watch that scene like maybe like once a month because it's so <laughs> sick. Oh my gosh. But yeah. um yeah, it was a cool little panel, just kind of get some insight into the movie. So, um, again, another one of those transitional videos that like really involved the fans was they asked Harley Quinn um, okay. Q and A, and it was, was it right the, after was the Aquaman the panel. It was really funny. Is the Harley Quinn from the animated series that's going yes. on on Sci Fi Channel okay, right now? So it was really cool. crude, and it was really like uh, it was really funny. Um, that show is so I haven't fun. watched it, but it is on the DC universe. So if I can uh, get get through Titans, I can watch an episode or two of that and just kind of see yeah. what that's going through, what that what that looks like. Um, but uh, oh, dude, another one of the transition videos was so cute. It was like these little clay figures of Batman and Robin. Oh, and I saw that one. Like super- I saw one. it was so I died. funny. I died, dude. With the little kid voices <laughs> behind it. So Yes, like Batman running from Robin. <laughs> Watch me Killed jump. Me. The cutest oh, thing ever. It was hilarious. The I thought that was yes. adorable. Yes, so good, I dude. Was adorable. Um, then we finally got to the Shazam panel, and uh, so it was a lot of Zachary Levi just kind of like playing with us, saying seen, like, "I can't really so tell you anything." Is, have you seen it? Have you seen the first Shazam? I have not. <laughs> Bro, I would hi- I highly recommend it. A, right now because of the DC fandom on uh, on Apple, all of like all of the older DC movies are only 10 bucks to buy. Oh, to, like, to buy. Yeah, I probably won't like, buy them. 
they're like two ninety nine to three ninety nine to rent. Shazam I might just do like so my HBO cute. Max free trial now and then pay for it yeah. when Snyder Cut comes out. That's good too. Like it's really, yeah. it's so wholesome, and it's just it's just a you feel good after that movie. It's just a good movie. Um, sure. And so I, I highly recommend it. But yeah, I'm, that's why I'm excited about Shazam too. But they did give the title reveal, and so. Yeah. I saw that. That was, uh, that was at the end. It was like a little, it was like a quick drop of the title, which is going to be Shazam theory of the gods. Now I'm not quite sure theory. what that is, what that means. I'm sorry. You say said, that again. You said theory. Isn't it fury? Oh, let's see. I was pretty sure it's fury of the gods. Um, Fury. You're right. F U R Y okay. fury of the gods. Thank you. Um, One for, for Rustin being right. Yeah, that's right. Two to one right now. Two to one. But uh, <laughs> but I am. I, I think it was cool. Uh, was it, uh, freaking Sinbad shows up in it because of like the whole Kazam thing. Oh, with okay. Shazam. Uh, and so he's just like, oh, I'm excited to be in the second part of the movie or in the second movie. And, you know, I, they probably might do a Sinbad cameo, which would be funny. But um, it was just a lot of joking between each other. And it, uh, it makes sense because Zachary Levi is the main there. Like exactly, yeah. That they is just Zachary seem like Levi's they have fun with each other. Yeah, exactly. Hundred uh, percent. Did you have anything? No. It'll be interesting okay. to just see what that movie ends up becoming. Honestly. Yeah, a lot of so like I were, think the... a lot of I think a lot of these it's going to be because they're so far out. Like you, we really don't have anything to say about them. But it's just going to be like we're excited. There's a lot of these properties that we're excited about, yeah. and we can't wait to see more. And they and that's how it felt with them too. They were, you know, it, it was like we can't really talk about anything, but we're getting you excited for it. Yeah, that's cool. And I think that's what they were going for. Um, so sorry. Between the Ask Harley Quinn and the Shazam panel, there was a Wonder Woman 80th celebration panel. Didn't I didn't see that? And the uh, Tomorrow's Superheroes with Jim Lee, brought to you by Gold House. So then after the Shazam panel, the Wonder Woman 1984 cast played a game called Werewolf 1984, which seems like Mafia to me. It just oh, seemed okay. like a Mafia game. Um, so they played it on Zoom and it was just That's between funny. the cast. I didn't watch it. I didn't. I yeah. saw a little bit and I was like, man. Another, another event. This. Another event for fan interaction is really what. Yes. That was for. Yes. And, like, and so I, I totally appreciated that. Yeah, because I was like, oh, yeah, fans get to like interact with these characters or the people or the actual actors, you know, yeah. and that's and especially great, the great Wonder idea. Woman cast. The Wonder Woman cast is just a bunch of really cool people that just. Yeah. Care like, you know, like so. Yeah, Robin, Robin, Robin Wright was in there. Um, nice. And I, I like Robin Wright. Sorry, it's hard to say her name sometimes. Robin Wright. Robin Wright. Anyway. <laughs> So after that was another game and it was oh, the Suicide Squad yes. Kill the Justice League trailer. So this is this is Rocksteady's game. Yes. It looks funny as heck. I'm two things. I'm really excited that it's taking place in Metropolis because a sure. what that allows is it allows the game to be bright, colorful, fun. Makes sense if you're going to have Harley Quinn and the especially with the character models that they picked for all of these characters. Yeah. It just makes sense that this game is going to feel like, did you ever play um, Sunset Overdrive? Yeah, I did. So it does it, feel like it's going to be like, like that. I feel like it's just going to be like Sunset Overdrive, where it's just going to be like 
fun. You're going to be like upgrading your, your suicide squad members. And you're just going to be like, Harley Quinn is going to be hitting people with bats and like, like puffs of like colorful smoke are going to be popping out. Right. It just looks like it's going to be fun. And the fact that yeah. I love the end of the trailer where like, have you guys figured out who the alpha target is? And they all the point alpha and it's just the alpha target. And it's just Superman having burrowed, oh. used his heat vision to burrow the guy's face. Yes, and oh, King Shark that... is just like standing there in awe of Superman at that moment. And he's and like, hey, he, like, that guy the... saved him. <laughs> oh. Nope. Yeah, Will Arnett was like hosting the panel for it, and oh, he was really nice. funny. Just Wait, kind of the side, the like, you know, introducing certain things. He was interacting with the characters on the panel. Um, it's supposed to be coming out in 2022. And, uh, but like, so with the way the plot's working, it's either that the superheroes, so either Superman and the other Justice League members that they have to kill, seem like they're either possessed by they're something taken over or by Brainiac. they're just copies. They're taken over by Brainiac. That? Uh, so oh okay that, that's good to so know. when when the trailer opens up you see that huge octopus looking ship and that's brainiac above, above metropolis that's brainiac um Got and it. so brainiac has the ability that he can essentially if he gets the drop on you he can essentially take over um a person and so Got that's it. why that's why when you look at superman's eyes they're like almost like a glowy purple around his eyes. Um, it that was supposed to mean that he was taken over by Brainiac, which that makes sense. That makes so, sense why this game is called Justice uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League because the they're Justice not essentially League. killing the Justice League. What they're going to be doing is they're going to be incapacitating them so that they can take them, bring them out from under the control of Brainiac. Maybe but, they, hey, maybe may, they might yeah, kill somebody. It may be you a, never know. You know, it may be a copy. It honestly, it could be where like Brainiac makes a copy of the superheroes and then they have to end up the suicide squad kills the copies and then frees the actual justice league sure yeah and frees them from the cage inside the yeah. thing or whatever maybe yeah so I just they like... oh, yeah no, go, ahead. go ahead no you you, no, go, go, ahead. you go oh i was i was just gonna say like <laughs> that was one of the things <laughs> leave that like in us... yeah seriously leave that in um <laughs> I think it's going to be cool because I really, I was like wondering, I was like, okay, these both look like co-op games. How are they coming out? Like, when are they coming out? And so if, if Gotham Knights is coming out 2021 and this is coming out 2022, it makes more sense. Um, and that makes more sense because, gonna... you know, Gotham Knights has gameplay already. So that means that yeah. they're. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. When probably... I saw the trailer, it it was a CGI trailer. I was like, yeah, this game is a while. This game is a while out. Like, there's yeah, there's this game no... needs time. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Rocksteady, you know what? Rocksteady has proven I like their games, so they've proven that I'm gonna enjoy it. And so, yeah, I just think it's gonna be fun. Um, I like that. I like that it's gonna be probably co-op. It'll be interesting to see when we get when we do get finally game gameplay. Um, right. I think this is also one of those games that because it's the Suicide Squad, we could get DLC characters. Yes. Kind of like kind of like Marvel's Avengers. Um, I think we will. And and honestly, that'd be dope. I, I'd be excited for that. Um, but yeah. So the four players you can play as, though, is King Shark, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Those are the ones revealed yeah. right now. 
And then yeah. hopefully, yeah, like you said, they'll Which, add DLC characters into that. From the uh, from the trailer, Boomerang looks. He's got some interesting, uh, an interesting power set with his boomerang. It kind of looked like he had super speed at one point. So I don't know. It'd be interesting because Harley also has a grappling hook. Deadshot has a jetpack. So I and I, so I'm wondering if they get like, if they like raid like a Justice League uh, toolbox or something. <laughs> yeah, and get some I don't know. of the some of that gear um so it'll be interesting to see but it looks fun because each character seems to have their own skill set where like king shark is going to be your like barbarian type character just run in kill everything uh harley quinn seems like she's going to be kind of a little bit more like the rangery kind of look you know like really agile can like do cool things same with boomerang but i think boomerang will probably be a little bit more of like a like a rogue swift and like kind of shifty kind of character. And then, you know, Deadshot's probably more like your knight kind of guy who's going to be like, you know, he can do very specific skilled things, uh, still kill people from afar, but he can also do hand-to-hand combat. So I think it'll be a fun game, and it's one to four players. So you can play by yourself. You can play with two people. You can play with three people. You can play with four people. That's what I was wondering about Gotham Knights, but now being confirmed that that is not the way Gotham Knights works. Um, It'll be interesting. I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I really, I think the cool thing was, is there was, we got so much hype out of these two, both of these games, honestly, like both of these games, like I was watching Twitter and like people were hyped for Gotham Knights. People were hyped for this game. And I just, I think that's cool. I honestly, I just, I'm glad that people are hyped about these games and we're, we're eager for more, but yeah. Yeah, and it will be in the Arkham universe, from what I from what I heard in the trailer. That makes sense. I that yeah. makes sense. So, Especially, I like that. I'm not. I don't have a problem with that because you know what? Like, it's Rocksteady's games, so it's in the Arkham universe. This is a completely different game. It's not in Gotham, so it's in Metropolis. So that also I like more because you know what? It can be in the Arkham universe, but still be like separate. And I think that's going to be cool. Right. But yeah. And then so, moving on. Oh, yeah. Wow. We are at we're we are. This is going to be a long episode. This is the last panel. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. And the so last I watched panel. This, this this I watched this panel. Um, was the bat panel. Yeah. I watched that interview with Matt Reeves, too, when she was talking uh, I can't remember her name, but she was talking to him about the movie. Uh, they were having fan questions and stuff. Um, yes. This movie looks so good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I re- So the trailer. Holy cow. I got chills, dude. Chills. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I really like the, the fact that it looks like Riddler's going to be kind of the big bad. Yeah. Like the main the main villain. I love that. And it is a very dark, sinister Riddler. Yeah. I mean, Which he is, gonna is that be way. Sick. He is that way. Like, he's been portrayed that more and more. So um, I didn't know that because my only portrayal is, is Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey in the movies. Yeah. That was yeah, my, a, you know, that was my he's, portrayal. He's a bad dude. Um, dude, I when I saw oh, the thing that got me was when he 
that guy walked up to him. He's like, who are you supposed to be? And he just, (laughs) he just, he destroys him. He destroys him. He destroys him. But I'm going to tell you this right now. That scene right there makes this movie already better than uh, Christian Bale's Batman. Okay, why? Because if you watch watch the Nolan series, gr- amazing movies. But if you watch Christian Bale's fight style, he has his hands up like this the entire time. And his whole yeah. fighting is like him doing elbows or punching and then his hand comes back. His hands, he looks like he's a boxer with, without mobility. Well, that's, yeah, that's Pattinson's like his style. Batman, that. Pattinson's Batman was like... He brought his hands up and then just did and boom, dead. He was, the guy was down and then he just beat the crap out of him like that. This is going to be, this is going to be a Batman that has the same, the fighting prowess as Ben Affleck's Batman in Batman v Superman. And I am so here for it. I did feel like Ben Affleck was similar to that too, though. I I felt like they were both. Bale and yeah. Affleck were both very blocky and very power moves kind of uh, Batman fighters. And yes, I feel like Pattinson is... is going to be more of that like swift movement that's just like all over the place and really uh, like really like martial arts heavy karate kind of. Yes. Uh, I, I don't really know, you know, uh, but you what, got what I, you I can't ha- say it as with... a martial. I can't say anything as a martial artist because I'm not. So <laughs> with Affleck's Batman, you've got more martial arts in it, too. He was blocky. He was big. He obviously did the power moves, but he was swift because he knew how to get because his suit allowed it. That's the problem that I've always had with the Nolan series yeah. is that the suit never allowed Batman to be a um, fight, be at the fighting prowess that he is in the comics. Right. And so that's why I really like both Affleck's portrayal and Pattinson's portrayal so far in just what we've seen in the trailers he's he he's a fighter you can you can tell that he has spent some years fighting and practicing and knowing how to fight but this is dark i think i think they what they did just talking about the fandom and the way they presented it i think they presented this as like a good like a big finale and they did a good oh, job of doing that. 100%. Um, I like they transformed the whole entire dome into like this red homage to Batman, um, like playing the music in the background. It it was it really set the tone and made the mood for this last panel. And I feel like that that's another thing that DC fandom did a good job of is like setting the moods for each and every single one of these panels, but especially in this one, giving us our final panel. Matt Reeves and even the host looked like they were actually talking to each other. Like it, it was really yeah. well done. The panel, it showed us a little bit of a preview of potentially a ba- uh, the Batmobile that might be in the movie. I don't know if it's just concept art or whatever. Oh, like it, it is. Takes no, through... that's the Batmobile. Okay. In this movie. Yeah. I'll, sh- I'll yeah. show it to you uh, once we're done here. Yeah. But, but um, I think they transformed it really well. And then on top of that, Talking a little bit more about the plot, Matt Reeves did a good job of just kind of giving us where we're at. And it seems like, yeah, what you had said, it's definitely like it definitely inter- uh, COVID definitely interrupted shooting and filming for this. But the trailer that we got, it is it so good, right, man. Crisp. Uh, yeah, it I, looks good. Uh, he looks so good in that suit uh, because does. like I know I know like people were struggling with how the suit looked 
uh, during like when they showed it off and everything. But when you look at that suit, like when he walks in and you see like James Gordon and then it pans over to, to Pattinson's Batman, the suit looks good. Yeah. It just, it looks like it, it makes sense. Um, yes. And then we see Kravitz, Catwoman. Um, yep. One of the things I really liked that Matt Reeves said is he's like this. Yes, this is year two for Batman. But he's like, this is all. This is really an origin story of a lot of these iconic characters because, yeah, in year two is really when the uh, villains start to realize that they have to up their game if they're going to compete with a dude in a bat suit, and so that's really cool because you're you're and the other thing i really loved is that he said he's like gotham is a character also and so we are going to it's just all it's just all going to be there and i just i'm excited about that dude it looks so good i'm excited we're gonna get reintroduced into like a new gotham that we probably haven't ever seen before it's got more of that gothic feel because it's going to be filmed in liverpool um, yeah. So it probably has more of that gothic feel that I think Tim Burton kind of went for, but but not as cartoony. Like it's going to still yeah. be what I think we are, uh, what we would probably expect Gotham to look like, but also not because he's saying that we don't want it to just look like a city. We want it to yeah. like a city that you recognize. We want it to look like something that is unique, completely unique to Gotham City. And so that's why I love that Gotham is going to be its own thing. And it really will be because the way he's describing it is that people don't like Batman at the, in this movie yeah. um, for the most part. They, they are, they're introduced to this guy. This is his second year. They're still like, yeah, he's not a this hero. guy? He's and a even in the trailer, still. they're all just staring at him. The cops are all just yeah. staring at him like and looking pissed. So, I mean, I think that's where Gotham city really plays into it is that Gotham doesn't trust this guy yet. Um, but they're going to have to, especially after what's what's coming. Um, yeah. So the other I, thing like, too, it, yeah. Go ahead. In just a little bit that we saw of him, uh, so I when they cast Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, I was kind of intrigued. I was interested. I don't know. I really liked like J.K. Simmons casting as uh, Gordon. So I and I'm not I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, he has to be white. I'm not that. But I was just sure. like huh, I wonder where this is going is really where I was at. Dude, the minute Jeffrey Wright get, comes on screen and just and has his few lines in this teaser trailer, I was like, yep, I'm down. I'm 100% in. Yeah. I think that's the cool thing about this movie is like everyone was so intrigued because of everything Reeves said, everything Pattinson, Pattinson said about this movie, and we didn't know what to expect. But the minute this trailer starts – you are oh i am a hundred percent on board <laughs> like yeah yeah and we don't even so good. we don't even get uh any of of uh colin farrell's uh penguin in it and and i love Dano. what we've said too is that penguin doesn't even like going by penguin right now um, oh yeah no i like that though i think that's, which is cool i think that's smart um, i think yeah yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting gonna to see these characters developing. And I think these are characters that we're probably not just going to get for this one movie. If they continue oh, with more movies, we're going to get more of the Riddler. We're going to get more of Penguin. Probably Penguin would maybe even be the next big bad in the next movie of this of this series if they do another one. Um, 
but I really enjoy that it's going to be kind of like a crime noir type movie. It's going to be a little different than what we've gotten from Batman, I think, in the last 10 years, 15 years. Uh, I, I, I mean, the Tim Burton films were really were really fun. And uh, I think brought a lot of the comic elements of what Batman could look like with Michael Keaton in there and even Val Kilmer. Uh, I don't think Tim Burton did the Val Kilmer one. That was uh, Schumacher, Joe Schumacher. And uh, then Schumacher, uh, I no, don't talk Schumacher about Batman did, and Robin anymore. Schumacher did the Keaton Batmans. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I don't remember who did the Val Kilmer film. I don't remember who did. But I don't talk about the George Clooney Batman uh, for, you know, the reasons we all know why. And then, <laughs> and then the Bale Batmans. Um, I, I'm really excited to see the different takes. And Andy Serkis as Alfred is such an yeah. interesting casting for me. Hearing his voice, uh, hearing his voice is, yes. is just amazing. But here's the thing, and and I I I love the I I love that casting. I love Andy Serkis's casting because, and the way he talked made me feel very much like, um. Oh crap! Now I can't even remember his name. But the Alfred in uh, Ben Affleck's Jeremy Irons, it it gave me that sense. This is a okay. bat. This is a Alfred. I think that is very much taking his role as Bruce's guardian very seriously. This is an Alfred who was in the Royal Navy, so he's a badass. Yes. This is an Alfred who probably started t- and uh, so. I don't know. You haven't seen Gotham, but one of the things that Gotham did a really good job in was that Alfred started teaching Bruce how to fight as a kid. Like, because Bruce I did see, I to... did see a few episodes of Gotham. So I, I'm, okay, I'm familiar so... with the, with the, the Alfred that like teaches Bruce. Yeah. How to and do so that. that's a badass Alfred. And I think yeah. I like this idea that, that, that Alfred is, he can, you know what? If, if Pattinson's Batman gets pissed at him, you know what? He's probably like, yo, let's step in the ring. I'll I'll beat yeah. you. I'll beat your socks off. <laughs> like, yeah. like he's one of those guys that he won't take crap. And I and even obviously we didn't even see him. We all we got was a few lines from him. But I sure. think that especially in the way that this movie is going, I think that's the kind of Alfred we're gonna get. And I yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm down for that um, because I think this is very much um, if you uh, actually comic book uh, recommendation for you if you you need to read batman year one because it's very much in this kind of line obviously this is going to be darker which i'm not a huge fan of pattinson's hair in this Uh, like they're going super emo for it Mm -hmm. i feel like which is fine i get where they're like where they're going and on it may just be where bruce is at he may just be in a in a spot right now where he is like a trying to figure out why his city is descending into darkness, even though he is trying to help it. He's probably in a place right now too where his parents' death is very much on his mind. He still hasn't really gotten over that. Um, one of the things I saw on Twitter was a lot of people complaining that man, I just I'm tired of getting this dark and gritty Batman, and I get it. But the same point, I think my biggest thing is that is Batman. Like a lot of that of Batman's yeah. character is dealing with the darkness inside because in, in many cases, Bruce Wayne is the alter ego. 
in a lot of cases, right. Bruce Wayne is the alter ego, not Batman. Batman is the base animal instincts of Bruce Wayne. And that's who he wants to be. It's not until he has to that he puts on the business suit and plays the uh, the billionaire playboy. And that's what makes him different from Superman. Because mm. in many aspects, yeah, Superman is... Superman, Clark Kent is very much the alter ego to Superman. But in many, in a lot of cases, because of how Superman was grown up, Clark Kent is the real person, is the, is the true identity of Superman. And it's only when he needs to be that powerful person that he goes, all right, I'm, I'm Superman now. And I think that dichotomy is what works. Because in one sense, one person hat is, is so far in the, the muck and in another sense one the other person is so far above it and so i don't know i i I like it i honestly i don't ever see us going to a going to the fact where we get a comic booky batman um because we're not getting a schumacher batman again yeah and i yeah exactly um because i think i think that's where dichotomy is at its most valuable is when you are dealing with super dark and pulling yourself out of that essentially well Um, go watch the animated film you know like go watch an animated film if that's what you want i'm not saying you shouldn't have expectations of like comic book relevance or even continuity I, i think you should the characters should be like what they're like in the comics but if you want something a little bit more light and a little bit more uh comic book centered the animated films are perfect for that. And DC has done a great job with their animated stuff since like the nineties. It's been amazing yeah. for 30 years. Well, they've and been doing even, a good job with that stuff. And even just go to go watch a Marvel movie. Like Marvel has Marvel's characters. A lot of their characters are not steeped in the, in that dark gritty world. Yes. Uh, Daredevil is kind of one of the exceptions. So is Punisher, but like even Spider-Man, as much tragedy as he as he has had his he still picks himself back up and still and obviously his humor is a coping mechanism but at the same time like that is that's that's part of that character so a lot of those characters are like that batman is just you know he's batman and honestly i don't think he appeals to people when he's not in this more dark and gritty I think this is where the mass appeal is at for Batman. So, yeah. And I think they make the, I mean, even Marvel, Marvel does a good job of humanizing their characters as well. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's hard to get behind a person like Captain. It's not hard to get behind Captain America. It's just hard to completely relate to a Captain America character. But at the same time, man, like Captain America has not, I don't think Cap, I don't think Captain America has ever been a character that they've been like, yo, you have to relate to this guy. It's more, right. it's more you watch him struggle with his ideals and have to sometimes come to the realization that, okay, I need to either stand up against certain things or I need to change. And in that, in those cases, then you start to relate to that character. But it, with Batman, it's more, yo, his parents got murdered. He's in a dark place. He's trying to find some way 
to rise above that and help his city that is also now starting to fall into that same muck and mire that he had to pull himself out of. And so, you know, sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. Sometimes you're going to get pulled right back into that. But it's always about how are you going to get back up? Yeah, and I'm I'm excited with this film. Um, I think to see a Batman who I, I know we got Bruce Wayne in in uh, or excuse me Batman in the Christian Bale film that had a lot of problems with trying to figure out like should I be doing this? Should I be doing this for Rachel or whatever? But like I feel like it's a little unique in this Batman that the that we haven't seen the crowd really not like him. I I've never really seen that in a Batman film. I'm not saying I haven't seen that in the animated series or like in a comic or whatever it may be, but in the films, the live action films, we haven't really seen that yet. And I think that that is where they're going to, I think it's, that's where they're going to excel and that Robert Pattinson's really going to have to show his acting, his acting chops because he's going to have to be feel this weight of like, I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying as hard as I can to help these people, but they still won't listen to me and they don't trust me. I don't get it. And he's going to feel broken and it's going to be very much kind of like the second Batman for Christian Bale, the dark Knight, where, you know, he's dealing with this mass murder and he's also dealing with his own crap and he's going to have to figure that out. But it's, it's a lot, it's different from that. It's not going to be the same. And I'm excited that it's not going to be the same. Um, I'm really excited to see Robert Pattinson in the suit, man. Like I'm I, yeah. after that after that action scene they gave us, whew, dude. I'm excited yeah, to see the way be, he moves. I'm excited the way he fights. Um, yeah, I'm stoked for this movie. It's it's also just refreshing too. I, I think I, the same thing that they've been doing with Spider Man is they're taking villains that you don't you don't get to see a ton of in in normal because they're not the villains that that somebody's like oh i want to i want to you know what i want to play with this character or i want to do this and they're taking so they're taking yes we've seen the penguin but they're taking a different direction with the penguin yeah we've seen the riddler but they're they're bringing the riddler back in a in a new way you're gonna see like i just i love that and so yeah, yeah. i'm excited yeah it's yeah and two fans uh deciphered the code already for the uh for the riddler um the riddler's message on the postcard that he left for batman the postcard originally says that uh let me read it uh what does a liar do when he is dead and then uh two um two fans uh deciphered it andrew lane and mike selinker um selinker uh deciphered it to be they came across it uh they came uh, came by it by different means so they didn't figure it out the same way they weren't working together this is on polygon.com um they both deciphered out he lies still so i think that there's something going on with riddler that is really uh sinister and looking at uh the corruption that's going on in gotham city but also calling out hypocrisy within batman so i'm interested in seeing what um what that's going to look like and what yeah. uh, their relationship is going to going to look like. And I hope it doesn't just, it's not just a one uh, movie relationship between the Riddler and Batman. I hope that the Riddler remains in this universe and that they can, um, they can have a few, yeah. few other battles throughout this. I think, I think we've gotten away from this idea that a, a villain is a one and done where 
they're there and then they die at the end. I think sure. we've gotten away from that because like, like just even just look at like Nolan, like bat uh, dark Knight rises was going to have Joker in a much bigger role. But then obviously plans change because rest in peace. Um, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. But so I think we're finally out of that. So I think if anything, if Riddler doesn't get away, I think he's going to end up get locked up in GCPD. And then we're going to have, we're going to see something later. It'd be even um, cool yeah, to have an I, Arkham, like an Arkham thing going on. Yeah. Where he like gets locked up in Arkham. That would be yes, like that. Oh, if Batman got locked up in Arkham for something and then has to realize that like he got framed or something and like the entire movie just takes place in Arkham. That'd be sick. Which could yeah. be the way this goes. Like, especially with all the, the law and order and like the crime noir stuff that they're going for true but yeah we're we could talk about this movie all day even yes. after just watching but just to wrap it up trailer. the dc fandom was an absolute success i think yeah. that as a fan as somebody who is a casual fan of dc it made me want to be a much bigger fan of it oh, i think that um they set up the virtual experience really well the hosts and switching from host to host was really nice even though it's a small thing it was nice to have like uh, a little something a little different and different personalities popping up uh, i i think man i i think it, it just made me really excited about dc again I, I you know i as a kid i grew up on dc movies more than marvel movies and dc shows more than marvel tv shows i grew up with batman i grew up with superman i grew up with green lantern those are the those are the heroes i remember and loved and so and the, but then once the marvel universe came out i was like oh you know what i'm gonna get introduced to this and i enjoyed it and dc kind of slumped back but now I think they're coming back at it hard, man. They're ready to uh, compete and they're ready to be on the top uh, when it comes to like their movies and TV shows. I'm excited now. Uh, I think yeah. they really they really included the fans in this. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see when Marvel comes out with this because they can't fail in their next event. If they do, yeah, that's true. we'll see what happens, man. And I think too, I think just final words, I saw this on Twitter and it's, it, it's very much true. If you can't get excited about DC and, but stay in a mindset of positivity and, and, and stay away from like, like trying to backhand Marvel, stop, just be excited for both. This is a, a yeah. rare opportunity where we're finally at this place. We just got 10 amazing years of Marvel. Yes. Endgame coming to a conclusion. And now DC has finally gotten their ducks in a row of figuring out what they want to do. And so we're now going to get uh, just an explosion of awesome stuff from DC in the next two to three years. And you know what? I'm still stoked because Black Widow is going to be coming out. I'm stoked about a lot of those Marvel movies, but as fans, we've got to stop spreading so much negativity. Be excited about both. Um, and so, oh. yeah, that's kind of my final, that's my final uh, two I like cents it. on the matter. I like it. And and my last little thought here too, if this, if the coronavirus pandemic continues into the next, I mean, it's going to continue into 2021, just the, like, I, I, from, from what I think, you know, 
you can say I'm wrong. That's okay. Um, but you know, the way we're watching movies, it, it's, I don't think it's going to change very much, uh, until late next year. Hopefully not. Hopefully I'm wrong or, or maybe even beyond that. But, um, if this has to happen again, like this, where they do a DC fandom that's virtual, uh, I really think they need to keep the same model and improve on it because this was a success. This was an absolute success for DC. I think Marvel needs to to adapt this model uh, and make it and make it their own. I think Comic Con needs to adapt this model um, because even though, yeah, they they I th- it felt like they were a little pre recorded. It felt like they were recorded before. But you know what? I felt a part of the event still. I still felt a part of the event. Like everything was happening. I wasn't missing anything. I was able to tweet on time with other people. And to be able to figure out, there was a little bit of a delay in there. And there were some times where like people were tweeting about other things. But for the most part, I did feel like I was a part of this event. I was with other people in it. So I, I, I'm I, excited. I, even if they kept this model, so that way virtual fans could stay at home and enjoy a, a DC convention instead of paying to go to a DC convention, that would be great. Same with Comic-Con. Same with Marvel. I don't think they should throw this away. This will only help their organization. It may not get ticket buys, but it's going to help them get more uh, more notoriety among people. And comic books are kind of cool now. And so I think the more you can pull that in, for our more the more people you can pull in into your comic books, into your publisher, the better. And I think that DC, Absolutely. complete success. Absolutely. Well, uh, that's going to bring us to the end of the episode it's been a long one uh it's a long one but we on, had a lot check us out on instagram at comics all the mode as well as twitter we are um finally posting a little bit more on twitter we posted a lot especially during this event um and we are posting some fun stuff on the instagram so go check us out leave some comments let's talk uh we love conversing with all y'all Yep. Tell us what you thought about DC Fandom. Uh, we'd love to hear Absolutely. about it. So yeah, let's let's uh, let's geek out about the trailers. Let's 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 have some conversations. Um, yes. But yeah, anything else, Chris? Thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys next. Or we'll talk to you guys next week. Talk to you guys next week. Later.